The following is another KKPR Sports presentation. Power 99 Sports presents high school football. And it'll be a toss play here to Aiden John. His first carry of the night gets outside to the 30, breaks a tackle, 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Aiden John. A 33-yard touchdown run. Tonight, the Kearney Catholic Stars head to St. Paul to battle the Wildcats. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Can run it, can throw it. He throws a swing pass out here in the flat, complete into the hands of Schmatterer. Schmatterer makes a man miss and gets into the end zone. One play, one touchdown in the third quarter here for Kearney Catholic on a nine-yard pass from Brett Mahoney. St. Paul handed Kearney Catholic their only loss of the regular season last year and hopes home field advantage will get them in the win column tonight. It's the Stars and the Wildcats coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to St. Paul with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to St. Paul for week three, the one-third mark of the high school football season. Doug Duda along with Don Lees following the Cardi Catholic Stars as they take on an old rival in the St. Paul Wildcats. And the football rivalry has actually gotten a lot more tougher uh, since they have split from the Lou Platt Conference, and uh, they still face each other in a variety of other sports, but should be a good one tonight, although St. Paul does have to find a way to get the corner turned. I think a lot of eyes were open last week when they were held to just six points by Broken Bow. They got out of the gate really well against Pierce. That was a competitive football game, 25-22 at one point, and then Pierce went on to win it 47-25. Pierce, the number one team in the state, so you just figure, okay, kind of yep. like last year, St. Paul then could get a win and then uh, last year against Carney Catholic it was a close low scoring game where they just overpowered Carney Catholic in the third quarter they could keep running the football and they pulled away and actually won that ball game 33 yeah. to 7 that was the only yeah. loss Carney Catholic had made it all the way to the semifinals and of course St. Paul was on the other side of the bracket as well so Carney Catholic comes in playing some pretty good football 2 and 0 but they haven't played the competition that St. Paul 0 and 2 right. has played Don yeah and, that, and that's exactly right you know you know with you know, Broken Bow, everybody's, you know, thinking, okay, you know, they had a lot of people returning from last year and stuff. And, uh, you know, they showed that uh, they're, they're a pretty good football team is Broken Bow. And they came, went up against uh, St. Paul last week and beat them. You know, St. Paul, you know, needs, needs to get out to a, a good start and stuff. Uh, you know, they're going to try to run the football. Uh, they're pretty big up front and stuff. So, you know, they need to get something going here. And when we talk to Rusty Fuller a little bit later on here in the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, he tells us that they are doing some things different 
tonight. Not different than his strategy, but maybe a little different than what they've seen the last couple of years with their Division I talent now graduating. And the same thing is not happening offensively like they would want. Their defense is going to have to slow down Kearney Catholic. Kearney Catholic didn't get going the first game of the year against Wood River Shelton in the first half, but they sure did in the second. And they got off to a little better start last week. And uh, Coach Rashawn Harvey happy with where they are at. Brett Mahoney taking over the quarterback position, doing it differently, but doing it well. Yeah, he is. He's, he's just he's just very efficient on a lot of things, and he sees the field very well. Uh, you know, and they, they do a good job of you know, getting him in good spots. And then all of a sudden, you know, Brett, in that first, second half against Wood River, Shelton, uh, you know, they just started running the football with, with uh, Riley and, and Brett just going at it. You know, Riley one way and Brett going the other way. And they just started hammering things at him and started getting after him. And then, then as Wood River started cheating up, coming up to stop the run, then they could hit him deep. You know, and, and uh, last week, you know, they kind of dared uh, Brett to throw the football. Uh, against Gothenburg, and he, he at times would pick the wrong receiver out, but he got on a roll there and picked the right receivers out, and, and he does that. He can see those types of things. Well, Carney Catholic St. Paul, all of our radio games, five in total, kicking off at the top of the hour. Carney High is at Foster Field taking on a North Platte team. This may be the toughest yeah. North Platte team Carney has played since the Danny Woodhead days. They had won their first playoff game in 16 years last year. That's on 92.1 FM and 1460 AM. On the Breeze, 94.5 FM, it's a D2 top 10 matchup. Number one, Kennesaw, and number six, Fullerton. On KHAS, Adam Central is at Minden, 1230 AM, 104.1 FM. And Twin River is at Hastings St. Cecilia on ESPN, 1550 AM and 92.7 FM. Glad to have you along on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. When we come back, we'll catch up with the coaches. Rashawn Harvey will be up first of Carney Catholic here on Power 99. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 as the Kearney Catholic Stars travel to St. Paul to take on the Wildcats. Stars haven't dropped many games the last few seasons, but drops was a key last year, I guess, as we look at that one. And St. Paul won the ball game, and you mentioned that in week one. Rashawn Harvey is with us here, the head coach. Uh, how do you think things got better last week in a nice win against Gothenburg? 
Oh, we didn't drop as many balls last week, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but we played well, and uh, we believe in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, you know, obviously we only we held them to seven points, so defense tackled well. We're, we're excited about that. We're tackling well uh, this year, and then the offensive line is doing a great job opening up holes for our running backs and, and our quarterbacks and our run game. We mentioned it in the offseason. I know the opposing coaches have noticed it, but let's just go to Brett Mahoney again. He had a solid game on the ground. He's getting the job done, even if it's in a tad bit different way from that QB spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's managing uh, the game for us really well. You know, he's doing a great job even getting us in um, in plays. He's, he's done a great job both games, you know, audibling and getting us in a different play that's a more of an advantage to us. So he understands uh, the game plan and what we want to do. Uh, you know, he's got he's got one pick. You know, he understands why he threw that pick, threw it to the wrong guy uh, in the run game. He's running the ball effectively. He's taking care of the football. So we don't have a lot of uh, turnovers or anything like that from uh, Brett in the quarterback position. So he's doing a fantastic job for us this year. Mahoney threw for 185 yards and three touchdowns and had a rushing touchdown himself. What about the defense? We always like to talk offense, but what about the defense? Uh, because obviously that was a key last year against St. Paul and Gothenburg being a physical team. What are you seeing on that side? Our defense is running to the ball well. We're getting off blocks. We joke with our kids, don't be flesh magnets. So we're not we're not being flesh magnets this uh, at this point in the, in the season, and we're tackling well. We're not giving up much yak uh, right now. So that that's a plus for us um, as a defense. And they understand again. They understand the game plan. And uh, they're identifying certain certain uh, plays from certain sets, so it shows that there are our young men are doing a great job in the film study uh, aspect of the game and knowing what our opponent wants to do. Let's talk about a couple of those guys. I mean, Logan O'Brien was a name we used, and, and he went on to college. Aaron is doing a good job for you, one of your leading tacklers, and you got a sophomore here in Brant Krishner that's had a couple of good games. Yeah, yeah, he, he Brant played. Um, pretty well both games and you know like we tell Brent uh, you may have had a lot of tackles but you better uh, go ahead and buy the defensive line some lunch (laughs) or something because they're doing a great job of keeping guys off linebackers when your linebackers are making plays and having lots of tackles you know that means your D line is doing a great job, but uh, but you know give Brant credit. You know he's, he's tackling well, also. And Aaron O'Brien, you know he's doing a fantastic job at our outside linebacker position. So uh, Aaron's kind of that that guy that we rely on to do some different things uh, throughout the game, and uh, he's been executing that well each week. Max McBride hits another field goal for you. Yes, and we'd like. I tell the kids our trick, our, our kicking tradition continues. Uh, we had another 40-plus yard field goal uh, to Max McBride, and that helps us out. Uh, he had a, a great onside kick uh, versus Gothenburg, also, uh, which we planned and worked on all week, and uh, he, he put it in the right spot. And so we're excited about our kicking game. You know, he does a great job with kickoffs, also, and so that's a plus for us. Talk with Carney Catholic head football coach Rashawn Harvey as they're off to a 2-0 start and we'll take on uh, St. Paul tonight. What else did you guys address in practice this week, Coach? Uh, just knowing that we have to you know, win the game at the point of attack on the offensive-defensive line. We know we're going to be you know, outsized this week going against uh, St. Paul. So we talked about and worked on, you know, in our offensive scheme, our, our doubles in our offensive scheme, our defensive scheme. We talked about, you know, we got to get skinny in a sense. We can't let the big guys lock up on us. So we worked on some different uh, aspects as trying to, you know, counter the size that we're going to uh, be faced with a disadvantage this week. 
How do you do that in practice? Because obviously your starters are your starters. They're probably your biggest guys. The twos and threes are twos and threes for a reason. Is it something with coaches and pads? Uh, how, how do you practice something <laughs> like that? I don't know if they want us in pads. Those <laughs> kids whip us every play. Um, but we, we've had, we've got, we try to go good on good. Uh, we basically get our, our number twos in there. And um, they understand if we're going to win, we got to have a great look uh, in practice. And uh, we promote to our young men that our scout team is probably the most important thing each and every week. And so we got to have a great look from the scout team. And we promote to the scout team that it's your turn. That's how you get better. You're not just over there to be a blocking dummy. You're over there to get better. So we've been getting really good uh, effort and looks from our, our number twos, um, to prepare us each week, so uh, that's how that's how we feel we're getting better and getting a good look to kind of duplicate. Yeah, we don't have the size, but we can get the effort to kind of simulate some of that. St. Paul's had a rough start. To what have you seen here from the Wildcats? Well, I think part of the rough start is you, you take on Pierce. You know, anybody's going to have a rough start probably there, and they face a much improved Broken Bow team. You know, I've been saying Broken Bow is going to be better this year, and, and they're showing it uh, that, that they're better. But, um, but you know, I see a team that they're going to be – they're still athletic on at the skill positions. They still got size, uh, and they're looking for the opportunity to put it together and get a win. Um, so we got we got to know where number one is. We got to know where number three is. And we got to know where number ten is. You know, those seem to be the keys to their to their offense, and they rely on those guys. So we got to be aware of where they are because they'll move them around in different spots throughout the game, offensively and defensively. Looks like they have had to make some personnel changes because of all the talent they lost uh, last year. And a little surprising to me that the offense really fell off last week. Was Broken Bow's defense just that good, or did they do some different things? Uh, I think Broken Bow and Broken Bow just able to match them with size, and you know my perspective on the on the film and uh, Broken Bow play keep away, <laughs> so yeah. they weren't able to have the ball uh, as much. And Broken Bow does a great job playing keep away, um, but um, yeah, no matter what, I think you know St. Paul is looking at an opportunity. Uh, they can get a good if they can get a win over the Stars. You know that puts them back in you know good you know placing or seating in the point system because you know we feel we're going to have a pretty good team and you know they need a win over us and they get a good, good points 50 point win for that so they're hungry to get in the win column they know that they got to get some good quality wins and so we're going to expect any and everything from them this week all right coach best of luck tonight and we'll chat again next week all right appreciate you covering the stars that's the head coach of the Carney catholic stars rashawn harvey here on the hogemeyer hybrids pregame show we'll come back and talk with st paul's rusty fuller right after this on power 99 Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. 
Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as we get you ready for week three of high school football. St. Paul taking on Kearney Catholic, both ranked in the preseason, but St. Paul, tough schedule here, hasn't been able to find the win column yet, which has been unusual, obviously, for the last few years. And Rusty Fuller joins us. And Coach, uh, you knew you were going to be challenged uh, early on as you were working this week. What was kind of kind of your feeling on where your team was at? I think we're trying to still find our identity. Uh, we're going to do some personnel changes this week. We're trying to get guys in the right spot. I think the biggest question mark is our defensive line. Uh, you know, who's going to step up at that position to stop the run? We had a lot of trouble last week against Broken Bow, and so we got to get that fixed first before we do anything else. And then we did make some adjustments on offense. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a new look, um, try to get our playmakers the ball, and just kind of go from there. How tough is that to make major changes when you – probably thought you knew what you had going through off season and summer camp and, and fall camp. It's tough. Um, we we kind of went through the same thing this summer. We were trying to figure out who we are and with so many new faces, you know, obviously you lose some good kids like Eli Larson and Tommy Robaleski that had the majority of our offense last year is, is how we're going to distribute the ball and, and, you know, what's our formations, what's going to be best suited for our kids. And, um, you know, we're, we're back to my roots as far as what we're going to do offensively. It's what I'm comfortable doing, and I think we actually have the personnel to do it. So, you know, we dabbled with the shotgun, and it just didn't work out with us. So uh, we're going to get back under center and, and see how it goes. Well, your quarterback's Trevor Dugan. He's already led the team in rushing uh, out of out of the pistol or the shotgun. Now you're going to go more of a wishbone or option type of ball game. I don't expect that that's going to change that much. No, he'll get a majority of our carries. The thing about Trevor, he's kind of runs like a fullback. Uh, he makes good reads, too. Uh, but it's given us the ability to put John Plackey, Ryland Burkby, and Jackson Klingensmith, some of our best athletes, uh, in the backfield. And, and now, since we're balanced up, teams are going to have a hard time just keying on that one person. So uh, we made a few adjustments with our offensive line. We're going with a lot of one-way players. Uh, hopefully we stay fresh. We get a little bit more push at the point of attack. But the biggest thing is we want to ball control. Talking with St. Paul football coach Rusty Fuller here on Power 99. You actually got off to a good start against Pierce, uh, put some offense on the board, but the two weeks are kind of totally different. A little more offense and uh, points on week one against the number one team, and then last week was way more of a defensive grind. I think the biggest difference was we only got three offensive plays in the first quarter. We only got 11 plays at halftime. Uh, our opening drive went three and out, and then we didn't get the ball back um, just because they grinded 13, 14, 15 play drives on us. And so we never really got into a rhythm last week, which was frustrating. Um, but when you can't stop their run game, that's going to happen. Uh, it was it was a shootout that first week against Pierce. I think we caught them off guard with our new offense. They didn't have any time to prepare for it. They didn't know what to expect. Uh, they made some nice adjustments, obviously, the second half. and um, So, yeah, that was probably the biggest difference between week one and two. And you talked about also trying to make, I don't know if it's changes, but uh, a little bit more in tackling. What did you try to do this week in practice to improve that? We went back to the basics, um, just, you know, with our linebackers, just read and, and fill and scrape and attacking the hips and, and basic tackling circuit drills and, and defensive line hit the sled every single day working on extension and, you know, our defensive backfield working on the open field um, and just tracking those hips. And so uh, we went back to the basics this week. We're hoping it really pans off for us. You've had the luxury or have built some big boys up on that offensive and defensive line. They still look to be that way. Is it simply – 
replacing guys from last year and getting their feet wet uh, outside of a couple of these guys, there are some new faces on the line for you. I think so. When you lose Nathan Shear and Caleb Peterson, who are both um, All-State, two-tacks, you know, that makes it tough to decide who are the, who are going to be those guys that step up. You know, this week we're going to go with Quade Peterson and Coy, and I think, um, you know, we haven't tried Quade at a two-tech yet, so we'll see what he can do. He's very athletic. He's 260 pounds, so I think he's going to be a force in there. We're going to go with a little bit more speed at the defensive end position instead of size. And so I'm hoping by putting a little bit more speed on the field, that'll help against that spread offense. And then, you know, that gives us the ability to play Dawson Fox and Riley Thompson and Zach Hirschman and Braden Peets just on the offensive side of the ball. So there should be really no excuses on getting tired. And we're hoping we can start wearing teams down. Talk with Rusty Fuller, head coach at St. Paul, as they host Kearney Catholic tonight here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. It was quite the battle last year. It took your offense maybe a little while to get going, but you were able to then run the ball in the second half and kind of control the game and, and win on the road. How different do you think Kearney Catholic is as you get ready for tonight? With the new quarterback, he's a big kid, 6'4", 215, and he likes to run the ball. So that's a little bit different than last year. I know last year they liked to throw a little bit more. They got a good running back this year, too. So a little different look for them as far as uh, what their philosophy is. You know, last year I think they wanted to throw it. This year they're trying to run it a little bit more. So we're going to have to make sure we have enough guys in the box to contain the run and and try to make them one-dimensional. And I think we match up pretty well against their wide receivers. Uh, You know, our DBs are going to have the work cut out for them. They're going to have to make sure they're communicating in the backfield, but uh, we feel good about where we're at. We had to run a five front those first two weeks just because we saw power run, so we're back to our base 4-3, which I think our kids are a little bit more comfortable with. Rusty, the type of offense that you're going to be running tonight, if, if I understand it right and see it right, isn't run a whole lot. Uh, single wing, double wing, some schools may try to do that. I know Minden has done that in the past. Is that part of uh, the plan is, is to put an offense out there that teams don't see very often? Yeah, I mean, I ran the wishbone in high school, and we had a lot of success with it, um, you know, up through the 2000s. And it's my bread and butter. It's something that I'm very, very confident in. Uh, I think you have to have the right personnel to do it. Uh, I was actually on the phone with uh, Coach Keezer, um, you know, Hall of Fame coach from Cambridge this week, and that was his offense. And so I was picking his brain all week, and then my dad's been running the wishbone for several years. So I was on the phone with him, had them kind of look at our film and, and see what we're doing wrong, what we need to improve on. And so after uh, installing that this week, we feel really good. Our kids have kind of bought into this being more of a physicality type of offense, which hopefully transitions into the game. All right, Rusty, uh, appreciate all the knowledge. Uh, Best of luck the rest of the way for the Wildcats, and uh, good luck tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. That's St. Paul head football coach Rusty Fuller here on the pregame show brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. And we'll be back to take a look at the starting lineups right after this on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Don Lease with you as we are ready to take a look at our injury situation tonight. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. First for St. Paul, they do have a couple of seniors that are not dressed out tonight as far as linemen and John Caslin and Thaddeus Radke. But uh, changing what they're doing anyway, uh, Coach Fuller, as you heard, said uh, that may not affect uh, the way that they would be going into the ball game tonight. There are a couple of starters that are out, though, for the Carney Catholic Stars, including Mason Mandernack, starting wide receiver. He actually got hurt in practice this week, dinged his ankle up. Yep, rolled his ankle, uh, so he's not going to be out here tonight, uh, you know, defensively and offensively. You know, he gets out there and plays defense, too. So, yep, he's banged up for tonight. Easton Maneri has also been out after entering an MCL, so he's been out the last two weeks. Uh, they're crossing their fingers that maybe, maybe yep. later in the year. Yep, they're, they said maybe, uh, you know, they'll reevaluate him next Wednesday, I think is what Mason or Easton was saying, and then uh, they'll go from there. Uh, also uh, out tonight, Ian Hewitt, Liam Paschal, and Wes Pearson. Some younger players, freshmen and sophomores there for Kearney Catholic. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. As we said, it is a scorcher here tonight. Kearney Catholic will receive the football, and they will move from our right to left or north to south here in St. Paul. St. Paul hoping that their defense can come out with an early stop. The starting lineups are brought to you by Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Kearney Catholic, the center is number 53, 6'3", 225-pound senior Gavin, Gavin Drumheller. The left guard is his brother, Grant Drumheller, 5'10", 185-pound junior. He'll wear number 70. Number 75 is 6'3", senior, 250-pounder Jake Masker. The tackles on the right side, 6'4", 215-pound senior Corin Conrad. And on the left side, 6'5", 225-pound senior. And that is Dylan Mers. Of course, they put a lot of wide receivers out there for Kearney Catholic. A four-wide set, number four, 6'3", 185-pound senior Garrett Schmatterer. Number six, 6'5", 195-pound senior Aaron O'Brien. Number seven, 6'5", 190-pound senior Jaden Shire. And number 18, 6'1", 175-pound senior Max McBride moves in to Mason Manderdag's spot. The running back, number 15, 6'2", 175-pound senior Riley Greaser, and the quarterback, number 11, 6'4", 215-pound senior is Brett Mahoney. The head coaches were Sean Harvey, assisted by Dave Colley, Mike Pacheco, Rick Moses, Jesse Spangler, Ozzy Rodriguez, Matt Johnson, Paul Brungrat, and Lance Fox. They are 2-0 and ranked 4th in C1. For the St. Paul Wildcats, their center is number 52, 5'7", 215 pound senior Braden Peets. The guards are number 51, 6 foot 180 pound junior Mason Anderson and number 74, 6'3", 210 pound junior Zach Hirschman. The tackles are number 53, 6'5", 300-pound senior Dawson Fox. Number 72, 6'3", 225-pound senior is Riley Thompson. At wide receiver, number 8, 5'11", 145-pound junior.
junior is Bryce Knapp. And number 88, 6, 172-pound senior, Zayden Weller. They're going to go with the wishbone look tonight. The fullback, number 22, 5, 175-pound junior, John Plocky. The running backs, number one, 6, 385-pound senior, Jackson Klingensmith. And number three, 6, 170-pound senior, Ryland Berkby. The quarterback, number 10, 5, 183-pound senior, Trevor Dugan. The head coach is Rusty Fuller, assisted by Chris Smith, Chad Bowder, Brian Knapp, Mike Coblin, Corey Lewis, and Rob Wagner. They've dropped a pair of games to number one Pierce and to a broken bow team that could move into the rankings here very, very soon. Our starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Back with more as we get closer to kickoff here from St. Paul on Power 99. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Doug Duda, Don Lees, back with you here at St. Paul. A big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Peters and the crew, our national anthem on what is a very special and solemn weekend. Of course, the Legion from St. Paul here uh, presenting the colors on the anniversary of 9-11 tomorrow. A lot of that getting talked about today, of course, because tomorrow is a weekend and a lot more of the media outlets are going to talk about it uh, today. But 
9-11 tomorrow, uh, the Husker game, and all across the nation, I'm sure we're going to see some pretty cool remembrances and tributes. And uh, if you didn't catch the, the quick little 30-minute BTN story on the Nebraska tunnel walk for that first game after 9-11 against Rice, which I'm sure, Don, you and I, I know I do, remember vividly. We all remember vividly 9-11, but I also remember Nebraska being the one of the very first events, and you can pull that tunnel walk up on YouTube and watch it any time. It still has to get to you a little bit. Yes, it does, Doug. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, everybody <laughs> kind of needs to step back and kind of remember some things that uh, – have gone on and uh you know 20 years ago that that happened it's it's a tragedy at hand and uh you know we just got to make sure that we don't ever forget that something like that no doubt about it and uh that allows us to play high school sports like our football game here tonight you have been listening to the hogemeyer hybrids pre-game show contact terry and jason stark your hogemeyer hybrids seed dealer as we said carney catholic will receive the football here tonight and St. Paul ready to boot it away. Sam Kramer does the kicking. And Kearney Catholic awaits the ball at the five-yard line. Barely a breath of wind as the ball is just a pooch kick, <laughs> a very short kick. Kearney Catholic grabs it out of the air at the 27-yard line with Jaden Sire over the 30. And he's brought down at the 34. So St. Paul gives up some yardage there possibly. But that's not too bad. They didn't no. get much of a return for Kearney Catholic. No, not not much at all. You know, high pooch kick out of that. You know, Jaden had to come up and get and and just take up what he could get out of there, like you said. And they're going to get the ball here about the 34, 35 yard line. I think this will be one of the keys of the night: St. Paul's defense against Kearney Catholic's offense, because I think. On the flip side, we're still going to have some growing pains here for St. Paul as right. they switch back to that wishbone. So Brett Mahoney is out of the pistol. His running back just to his left side is Riley Greaser. In motion from left to right is Jaden Sire, giving him twins to that side. Mahoney hard count. Here comes some pressure. They'll hand it to Greaser, trying to get around the right side. Has some running room. Gets seven, gets eight, just short of the 45-yard line. Looks like close to a nine-yard gain. Going to be very short of the first down, but a nice start here for the Stars. It'll be second down and one. Yep, and a nice job out there on the outside was he, you know, Sires went in, in uh, motion out of that. He did a good job of kicking out the, the, the cornerback on that side, too. Empty backfield. Oh, excuse me. No, they're going to put Greaser behind the quarterback in Mahoney. Turn just handed off to him. He's hitting the backfield. Has a first down. 45. Gets close to the 50-yard line. He's hit there by Mason Anderson. But first contact both times did not bring down Riley Greaser, and he is going to have a six-yard gain on a first down. Yeah, just a deep handoff to him, and uh, he gets to pick kind of where he needs to go out of that, and the line did a great job of getting a surge out of that and picked up the first down for Carney Catholic. No huddle and keeping it going here. Twins to the left, single to the right. Keep handing off to Greaser. Big hole over the left side. He's got a first down, 45-40. He's to the 35. He's going to be pushed out of bounds by Smith. Near the 32-yard line, he actually got all the way over to the track, which isn't level with the field, so you got to be a little careful there. But back-to-back -back first downs here for Kearney Catholic. That's going to be a gain of 13 yards. And just good blocking on the outside, too. Again, Doug, you know, kicking their guys out, and he had a good lane to run in. Uh, nice job up front for Kearney Catholic, and Riley Greaser's got a lot of yards right now. Now they're going to shove trips to the right side. McBride way out there. 
But they're testing that defensive line right now for St. Paul, and they've kept it on the ground with Greaser. First and 10 at the 33. They hand it to Riley again. Starts up the middle, cuts off the right hash. Gets inside the 25. He'll get down to the 22-yard line. He's got 11 yeah. more, Don. Yep, just right up the gut out of that. Those guys up front did a great job of opening everything up. Their, their guys on the outside are coming up hard, and they're just kind of letting him come up hard because he's running right up underneath him is Riley Greaser. Well, it's working, but you almost want to give Riley a breather. Will they give yeah. it to him five straight times? First and 10 at the 22. Mahoney's just going to keep it. He'll follow the blocks off the left side and get nailed right in the shin as he gets up to the 15-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about six, though. So Mahoney moves the Stars closer and gets him into the red zone. And just, you know, this time he just followed. He got the snap and just followed Riley on that left side. uh, And just uh, Riley did a good job of kicking one guy out, and Brett picks up six yards on the play. Stars have run left and right, so give credit to the O-line here. Second and four at the 16-yard line. A little longer on the snap count here with trips to the right side. They'll hand it off to Greaser. This time he's swallowed up, waiting for him, unblocked, was Luke Porter. Luke Porter is in there and drops him behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of a yard for Greaser. It'll be third down and about five yards to go. Yeah, Luke did a good job that time of reading what, what Brett was going to do. Once Brett handed it off, he just slanted right in there and, and got Riley Greaser for no gain on the play. Third down, about four and a half yards to go. Twins left, single right, fake the blitz. They'll hand it off to Greaser around the left side. He'll get to the 15, and it'll be upend at the 12-yard line. It'll be close to the first down, but probably just short that time. 15 on 15, that was Aiden John in there on the tackle along with some help from Mason Anderson. It's going to be a gain of four, but it'll be fourth down and one. And St. Paul, if they can get a stop here, Greaser's going to come off the field. Yep. And they're bringing Tyson Tyson Redinger in. So it'll be fourth down and a half a yard staying out of the pistol. Stars moved it right down the field, but face fourth and short. Mahoney takes the snap, fakes it, wants to throw, slant pattern complete, first down, bobbled, oh, the ball's fumbled, it. and St. Paul has covered it, I believe. Garrett Schmatterer had it, the ball was fumbled to the five, and St. Paul comes off the bottom of the pile with it, covering it is Aiden John. Yep, just a slant in and out on that, and Garrett caught the football. They kind of spun him around, and as he got spun around, he got a helmet right on the football, popped it out of there, and St. Paul got on the football at the five-yard line. So it's you know we kind of talked about it, Doug, at the beginning. You know St. Paul needed to have something go you know go their way, and uh, they got a got a little break right here, getting the, getting the uh, fumble recovery on the five. So the drive moves from the 34 all the way down to the five. Now will St. Paul's wishbone work? They're going to hand it off to the fullback off the right side, a couple of yards there for John Plocky. This is something they didn't really use the last two weeks. Coach Fuller telling us in the pregame they're going back to what he was used to coaching, what he was trying to institute when they first came here. Then he had all those studs, and he was able to run something a little different. It's going to be a gain officially of two yards. Yep. And a lot of different variations on that. Uh, you know, they're going to come right at you, line it up. They you just try to get, you know, four or five yards out of, out of whack out of this. Klingon Smith and Burke are the deep backs. Dugan likes to keep the ball, and he is going to follow his blockers on the right side, 10 to the 15, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 18-yard line. The tackle's going to be made there by Brett Mahoney, but a Wildcat first down here, a nice game. Dugan yep. probably will be your leading rusher tonight. Right. Yep. He um, did a good so job that down. time uh, you know, of, of, of taking that ball out of the stomach right there and then booting it around that outside. Dugan did a good job of making sure everybody you know, kind of sucked in on it, and then he booted it out there for a first down. So 13 yards will bring up first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. And under center will be Dugan 
No wideouts, double tight end. Dugan hands it off the left side, looks for some running room here. Popping it outside is Aiden John, but nowhere to go. They string him up, they shove him back, and that's going to be a loss on the line of scrimmage of about four yards. Yep, coming up there, Carson Murphy came flying up there on that outside there and, uh, you know, got everything kind of stopped, and Mahoney was able to get in there on the tackle on that, but uh, Carson Murphy was one that just came flying right up there and got him pushed to the outside. Didn't make the tackle, but kind of disrupted everything on that play. Second down and 14. As you can already tell, the emotion of losing to St. Paul last year. Carney Catholic knows they need to get off to a good start, and they move that ball right down the field. Now they're hoping to make a defensive stand and get the ball back. Ball on the far hash as they move from left to right. Dugan pulls it back out of the belly of his fullback. Plocky gets popped two, three times. Still keeps his legs churning and was able to get back to the original line of scrimmage. That's a hard four yards there for Trevor Dugan. Yep. And he's just one of those kids, you know, he kind of played fullback some last year, last year for him and stuff. He doesn't mind taking a pop. He, like you said, he pulled, his, pulled the uh, football out of the stomach and then came around there. He got hit two or three times but kept the feet going and, uh, you know, made something out of that play. Well, when you lose an Eli Larson that can get you yeah. 2,000 yards in a single season the last couple of playoff years, yep. you, do, you do have to take what you can get back there. So, Watch 82 here. Dugan comes under. Again, there's no wideouts, but it is third down and 10. A passing down here and back to pass. Dugan's got some pressure up the middle. It's picked up on a block, throws over the middle, and it is incomplete. He's trying to get it to Plocky. Some good pressure up the middle by Carney Catholic, Tyson Redinger, and a good block pickup there that time by St. Paul's Aiden John. But the pass falls incomplete and a punting situation. Yep, you know, just trying to find somebody going across that middle out of the situation there. You know, all the receivers were, guarded, were covered pretty good by Carney Catholic. So, uh, fourth and ten here for St. Paul. They're going to have to punt the football away. Hunter Kramer, the senior punter, is back there. First, fourth and ten at the 20-yard line. Low snap, he's got it. Tries to rush it out of there. It's high and it's very short. And coming up to recover it at the 50-yard line, the ball was dropped. But Sire falls on it at the 50. It's a 30-yard punt. Those are always tough when they're under kick. Yep. You're trying to come up there, and you don't want it to bounce and roll 15 yards right. by you, so you're thinking about it. But Sire's able to cover it. 30-yard punt, Stars have it at midfield. Yep, you're exactly right. Coming to, you know, you're kind of run up there to get on the field it and stuff, and you're trying to not make sure that it doesn't bounce and get go all over the place and get another 15, 20-yard roll. Jaden did a good job of getting there and getting on the football. So the teams have each had one position, possession, and it is scoreless here at St. Paul with 6.53 to go in the first quarter of play. Stars moved it from the 34 to the 5 and then fumbled the ball on a fourth down conversion. Completed the pass, got the yardage, but the ball got popped out. So Mahoney now runs option to the right side. We've got penalty flags. Mahoney cuts it up for five. He's tackled after a six-yard gain to the 44-yard line, but as quick as that flag come out, somebody was in the neutral zone or somebody moved. Let's find out. Um, no, I thought sideline warning, I think, is calling. So it's just going to be a sideline warning. That'll be a six-yard gain for Mahoney. Yep. Mahoney did a good job. You know, he just goes and goes out to that outside on there. and he, That's one thing that they did against Wood River Shelton, too, is they just started going at it and running the football with Mahoney and with their running backs. A lot of high school football going on tonight. We'll keep you up to date on the Platte River Prep scoreline, 308-646-0506. Send us your scores. Text them or call them in, 646-0506, and follow along at platteriverpreps.com. Quarterback draw and a close to the first down here for Mahoney. I think he's going to be marked a half yard short. It'll be third and a half a yard. 
as Mahoney will get credit for three yards on the play. Yep, just faking that handoff to Greaser, and then he just kind of follows Riley right up the middle out of that. Uh, it's going to be third down here and very short, about a half a yard for uh, Carney Caffin. Splitting over as a wing back this time is going to be Cade Ullman. He comes up kind of as a blocking back in front of his quarterback, Mahoney. He is going to turn and hand it to Greaser. It was a misstep, but Greaser's going to have the first down. Mahoney went to hand it off off his right hip. Greaser was going off his left hip, but it'll be a six-yard gain and a first down for Riley Greaser. He now has 48 yards rushing on seven attempts in this game, and the Stars two possessions and two times into Wildcat territory. Yep, and he just followed Kate uh, Ullman that time, uh, going right up the gut out of that uh, out of that situation and picked up the first down. Good hard run by Riley Greaser. Four wideouts, trips to the wide, single to the right side. Mahoney on first and ten. Steps. Throws complete out here in the flat to Garrett Schmatterer. A short completion out to the 30-yard line. It'll be a gain of five, four and a half, five yards, second down. Yep, wide side on this side. The, the three receivers just kind of ran a hitch route out of that. You know, getting about five yards out of there and then turning right around and hitting uh, Garrett Schmatter did uh, Brett Mahoney. Stars 2-0, St. Paul 0-2. We're still scoreless with 5.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. In the right slot is Garrett Schmatterer. They've had a little modus, a little movement uh, both times here. So here it is, handoff to the middle of the field to Greaser. Greaser keeps breaking tackle, keeps shedding tackles. 25, 22, 21, and another first down for Kearney Catholic. A gain of nine and Already we've seen some trouble tackling up the middle for St. Paul. They're doing some good job on the outside, yep. but Carney Catholic's opening up some holes on that they offensive are. line. They're doing a great job up front, uh, you know, and, and Riley's doing a good job of finding those holes, and then when he gets hit, he didn't, the first person that usually isn't bringing him down, and so now Carney Catholic first down again. Sire wide left, one-on-one -on -one with Aiden John. Now motion from right to left. They'll hand it to Greaser straight up the middle. Ooh, that time he is swallowed up, and it is Trevor Dugan. He stands him up and just stops his forward progress. There will be no tackle to the ground, but it's going to be a gain of three more. It didn't look like that, but he does get three. Aaron O'Brien, you know, kind of did that kick-out block game in motion, did the kick-out block, and then uh, Riley goes up there. Like you said, Dugan did a good job for St. Paul coming up there and uh, making a good hard uh, hit on Riley Greaser. Four and a half to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. Carney Catholic on the move again. Back to pass Mahoney. It's a screen pass out in the flat. It's complete to Greaser. He's got running room 15, 10, down the right sideline, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Carney Catholic. Greaser takes it in on a swing pass as yep. John came in and didn't even worry about the uh, running back. He was going straight after the quarterback, tossed it right over his head, and that's going to be a 15-yard touchdown pass for the Stars. Yep, and uh, just reading that, you know, what they're, what they're doing, and, you know, they came off a, a blitz on the on the outside there. Riley just acted like he's going to block, just went out there, and they just dumped it to him and uh, caught the pass and ran it in for the touchdown. Nice play call there by Carney Catholic. And now the extra point for Max McBride. Waiting for the snap. Snap good, placement down, McBride pooches it, and it's up, and it is good. Our five points bank touchdown to complete this 50-yard drive is a 15-yard pass from Mahoney to Greaser, and with 4.14 to go in the first quarter, Carney Catholic seven, St. Paul nothing on Power 99. Leave the hard hits to the players on the field. Nebraska State Patrol in conjunction with Triple A Nebraska. Right, you can best practice so you don't suffer the pain. 
Do I sell the t-shirt? Spread the message. Tell your friends. Seatbelt saves lives. Buckle up every trip, every time. Hey, Coach Mel, you want to shake these good? Milner Insurance Agency in St. Paul and Loop City is your State Farm agent providing car, home, life, and health insurance. Joe Milner and his team would love to be the one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Milner Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. So, Carney Catholic ready to boot it away here, and let's see what St. Paul can do on their second possession. McBride puts his leg into it. And driving him back, it bounces at the 5, picked up by Berkby at the 3, to the 10, to the 15. Right side, 20. Gets a good block, but that's all. He's going to be brought down there at the 20-yard line. Carney Catholic's Corin Conrad makes the tackle. Yeah. Not too bad, really. You know, they got to let the ball bounce there. It could have been worse going. Uh, he got to bounce about the 5. He picks it up and gets up there to the 20-yard line for St. Paul. You know, got to see what St. Paul can do here on their second possession. Carney Catholic taking their second possession down there and scoring. See if St. Paul, would, what they can do with their second possession. Again, they were able to get a fumble recovery at the 5-yard line and get one first down before punting it away. So first down and 10 out of the wishbone. Dugan going to try and run the option. Pitch it out here. Klingensmith, 15, 25, 30. 35 out of an ankle tackle, still on his feet, 40. Down the left sideline, midfield. He's down the left sideline to the 40, and they're going to say that he did step out of bounds at midfield. He nearly broke it, trying to stay in bounds, a 30-yard run for Jackson Klingensmith. Yep, just a good job that time, Dugan, running that, uh, that kind of that triple option out of that situation, fake that handoff up the middle and goes out to the outside, pitches it out there, and uh, does, you know, do, they do a good job of getting down the field, just eyelash away, just stepping out of bounds at the 50-yard line for St. Paul. Eye discipline so strong when you yeah. have to play the wishbone, and uh, that is so tough to cover. So first down and 10, they'll fake it to the right side. Same play, and pitch it here to Berkby. He gets to the 45, gets a block, and he's going to be brought down around the head at the 38-yard line by Garrett Schmatterer and another first down. So now they're getting the ball outside on this second drive. The coach is making adjustments here for St. Paul. Yep, exactly right. We're going to that option look out of that, you know, because Dugan you know, carries the football quite a bit and stuff. Now he's doing a great job of sucking everybody in and pitching that thing at the last second. Got a couple guys getting on him right off the bat there, and he did a good job of pitching that ball to the outside. 7-0 Kearney Catholic, 3.40 to go here in the first quarter. Second possession for St. Paul. Star scoring on their second possession. But too big right here for St. Paul on the near hash. And they'll run option again, keeping it as Dugan this time. He can't pitch it, and he is going to be swallowed up after about a gain of a yard. Carney Catholic getting the tackle by Carson Murphy, among others. He bounced off about three stars, but yeah. there was more that he Coming had to up, get around. Yep. He kept on having to go, you know, just kind of stringing them out, stringing it out there. Dylan Murs on that right side did a good job of just kind of stringing things out. Linebackers came flying in there, Tyson uh, Renninger, and, and uh, those guys did a good job of just getting everything strung out. 
So second down and nine, and St. Paul's going to have to use a timeout here. They didn't get the play in real quick. So they'll call the timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Kearney Catholic up 7 to nothing here at St. Paul, exactly three minutes to go. In quarter Masters one. True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Dudadon Lease back with you here at St. Paul where the Wildcats face a second down and nine at the Kearney Catholic 38-yard line on a warm Friday night, week three of this season. 82 degrees here in St. Paul feels a lot warmer than that, 87 here at 7.30. They'll hand it off, Plocky, he's the fullback, and he'll grind forward for a couple right into the interior line to the 36-yard line, his second carry of the game. Yep, just trying to get a little bit of like trap blocks out of that situation right up front, give that to that fullback right up there and see what they can come up with. You know, they've been going outside, outside, maybe if the linebackers are flowing and stuff, they can get something going on that, but uh, the linebackers stayed right there where they needed to be for Kearney Catholic. Don't forget the game, not only here on Power 99, but PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Catch the podcast as well. Third down and seven at the star 36-yard line. And back to pass, rolling out Dugan. He's got a man in the flat, decides not to pass it, tucks it up and runs. He's hit, breaks a tackle, and that's going to be a good enough for the first down. Second effort across the 30 and down to about the 27-yard line. That's a gain of nine. They needed seven. Nice run by Dugan. Yep. Just, you know, he wanted to go do that run pass option thing out of there. He had a guy right off the bat in the flats, and they covered that up. And then he just took off with it, uh, you know, picked up a first down, got hit really hard about the line of scrimmage there, fought that off, and then picks up a first down for St. Paul. They'll send some wideouts for the first time. <laughs> Weller to the left, Knapp to the right. First down and 10 as Dugan. Hard count, takes the snap, fakes it to his fullback, Plocky, kicks it out here to Smith. gets a nice block on the edge. Smith brought down to a knee at the 23-yard line. Good block out there on the outside as Murphy met up with Ryland Berkby. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then uh, Mahoney had to come up there and, uh, you know, to try to break things up out of that. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're going to pick up about three to three and a half yards on the play there. So second down. With a minute and a half to go here in the first quarter, 7-0 Carney Catholic. They're going to officially give Klingensmith three yards. His first carry went for 30 on this series. Now back to the double tight wishbone look. John in the backfield. 
instead of Klingensmith. They'll hand and hand it to Plocky off the right side. Excuse me, off to Berkby off the right side. He gets inside the 20 and going to be stacked up just short of the first down at the 17. He needs to get to the 16. It's going to be a gain of six for Berkby. Yep, following both his running backs out of that situation. Gets the handoff, goes to that right side out of that. Uh, Aaron O'Brien did a good job of kind of coming back and getting that tackle. He was the defensive end on this side over here and did a good job of coming back and holding him short of the first down. It's going to be third and about one here, though. They're taking a look at Jackson Klingensmith uh, down there on the lower left leg, making sure that he's okay. Third down and one, power look here for Dugan. Dugan's going to turn and hand it off to Berkby. Tries to go outside. He's going to be stood up and dropped behind the line of scrimmage by Aaron O'Brien. Instead of powering forward, they tried to get something outside. It didn't work. Yep. And it looked like they had a little bit of a push up front there, Doug, but they tried to bounce it to the outside out of that, and uh, there was nothing there. Aaron O'Brien did a good job of getting rid of his guy and coming up there and and making the tackle, so it's going to bring fourth down here for St. Paul. But St. Paul will get to have a chance to talk about it because the first quarter has already concluded here at St. Paul. Carney Catholic, a 15-yard pass from Mahoney to Greaser, a screen pass, and it is Stars 7, Wildcats nothing. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your Amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Well, a big first play here to the second quarter coming up. Carney's got a 14-0 lead over North Platte in the first quarter. Grand Island leading Lincoln Southeast 7-0. It is Gothenburg 7, Broken Bow nothing in the second quarter. Adams Central leads Minden 7-0 late in the first. Centura St. Pat scoreless in the second. We'll get you a couple other scores here in just a minute. Kennesaw's up on Fullerton, 14 to nothing, and Ansley Litchfield leads Axtell, 14 to nothing, as they approach the second quarter. The Kennesaw Fullerton game currently airing on the breeze, 94.5. So St. Paul electing not to try any kind of a kick, which we would expect. Fourth down, three at the Kearney Catholic 20-yard line. After a two-yard loss on third and one. So Trevor Dugan comes up under center. Full house backfield wishbone. He's got Zayden Weller out to the left. And they will fake it. Quarterback wants to follow. Tries to get to the outside. It's strung out. He breaks a tackle and he gets inside the 15. First down to the 14-yard line. Boy, did Trevor Dugan yeah. do a great job before Jaden Sire dropped him. It looked like he had no chance. <laughs> and he's able to pick up the necessary yardage, a gain of five. Well, it looked like he tried to get handed it off and go to the right side, but he, he 
took off and went back to the left side. Like you said, it didn't look like he had a chance out here. Carney Catholic had a couple people out here, and he squirted right up underneath him and picks up the first down for uh, St. Paul. Good hard run by Dugan. Cage Sack will split out to the right and Sam Kramer to the left as they went to their second tier of wide receivers here on a new set of downs. Quarterback pitch to the right side. He's looking for Burke. Burkeby cuts back to the 15, to the 10. Still on his feet, and he's got a first down inside the five. Boy, some good dancing out there. If nothing else, by these St. Paul backs, they seem to be hemmed in, but they find a way to squeak through the hole, a gain of 11. Yep, and because Carson Murphy came up pretty darn hard out of that situation, and he kind of stepped aside and cut underneath him on that, and he did a good job of running the football. And I see they're still working on Klingensmith down here on the on the bench out here for St. Paul, too. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. First and goal at the four, double tight end. Wishbone look, here comes pressure up the middle, handed off the left side, looking for some running room, pushing the pile, ball was fumbled, ball's fumbled, and Carney Catholics covered it at the one-yard line, comes out of Aiden John, and Jaden Sire comes on top of it, so each team has fumbled, and this time Jaden Sire with the cover. Yep. Run, you know, trying to run hard, you know, you're, you know, you're kind of pumping those arms and stuff, and then a football comes out, comes out right at the one-yard line there for uh, Carney Catholic to pounce on the football. But, uh, you know, Carney Catholic got a little break on that situation. Nice, uh, you know, drive by St. Paul. Carney Catholic stiffens up, gets a, gets a fumble, and uh, now gets the football here at the one-yard line. So let's see what Carney Catholic wants to do. Back in the day, they wouldn't have had any problem throwing out of right. this set. And you have got Riley Greaser, the deep back. They'll put slot left, Kate Ullman. And out of the shotgun pistol, however you want to call it, is Brett Mahoney. First and goal at their own one. Mahoney wants to throw. The ball out here in the flat is completed to the hands of Carson Murphy, and they try to tackle him by the shoulder pads. He keeps dragging him across the 10 to the 11-yard line. That's Sire, excuse yep. me. Sire hauls it in for the first down. Yep, just doing a little hitch route. They got, we don't spread them out. They fake that handoff to a greaser up, up top or going up the middle, and then they hit uh, Sire on the outside. He picks up a first down uh, for Carney Catholic. Mahoney is 4 for 4 through the air early on for 38 yards. 7-0 Carney Catholic, one minute gone here in the second quarter. And now they can go back to the run game a little bit. Mahoney will hand it off to Greaser, hitting the backfield on the blitz, coming through to drop him. It's going to be Riker Getch. What a great play there. They take a chance, and it pays off because Carney Catholic was thumping them on the run game early on. Greaser had 60 yards on nine carries in the first quarter. And Brett Mahoney had three carries for 15 yards, but it was basically the greaser show. Yep, and then just, you know, good, good job by Riker that time, just coming in there and slanting in there and making the tackle. Second down at 11. They'll try it again. Ooh, ball, ball, fumble, ball picked up by St. Paul at the 15-yard line on his feet to the 10, and picking up the fumble is going to be Cody Kushak. There's an early gift, yep. and now St. Paul's in business. In the red zone on the second, Carney Catholic fumble of the ball game just got popped right yep. out, and Kushak was there to pick it up. Yep, just right on his elbow. That helmet came right in there on that elbow out of that situation and uh, popped out of there. And uh, you know, I saw Klingensmith in there on uh, for uh, St. Paul, so that's good to see him back out there. You know, on defense, they came back off off the field here for offense, but uh, he at least got out there. He's kind of limping around now. They'll see if we can uh, see what's going on with him, though. All right, second fumble here in the first half. And this one will be a little tougher than the last one as the ball be marked at the seven-yard line. 
First and goal, St. Paul down 7 to nothing. They fumbled it at the 1 last time. Now they have it back. Dugan to Berkby. Berkby has a hole off the right side of the 5 to the end zone. Touchdown, St. Paul. A 7-yard blast off right guard and right tackle. Great job there again by the offensive line of St. Paul. They've kind of picked it up here since that opening possession. It's 7-6. Yep, they did a good job up front there in opening that hole out of that situation. And those, the, the back on that side did a good job of picking up the linebacker on that side and uh, kicking him out to open that hole up. St. Paul lines up in the old swinging gate. They do not have a kicker out there. Got four linemen to the left, two wideouts to the right. And now they'll come back and set up for the extra point. The kicker is Kramer. The holder is Bryce Knapp. Just usually if there's something unusual when you put that out there, there's always a key you're looking for. So Kramer now trying to tie the ball game up. The placement down, the kick is away, a solid kick, and we are tied. 10.01 to go, second quarter. It's 7-7, Kearney Catholic St. Paul, our five points back touchdown, a seven-yard run by Ryland Berkby. Back with the kickoff in a moment here on Power 99. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Do you want a quality seed that has focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. Find a local dealer and learn more about the seed for where you are at prairievalleyseeds.com. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the year. And don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month, one boy and one girl winner each month. Last time St. Paul pooched it to start the ball game. This time they kick it deep. It's Muff back there, and the Stars do pick it up at the two, trying to make something happen here is Isaiah gone, and he has room. 10, 15, 20, 25 out to the 30, and a penalty flag comes out in the middle of the football field. Gaunt took it all the way on the St. Paul sideline, made it to the Kearney Catholic sideline, and had a 30-yard return, but it looks like that's going to be cut in half, Don. Yep. Crack back. They said, okay, so, you know, yep. it's going to be one, you know, Isaiah kind of bobbled. They did that little pooch, so they, did, they kind of slid up, and then this time they kicked it deep, and uh, Gaunt took it, like you said, he ran probably about 60, 70 yards on the play by going clear out and around, but uh, it's going to be no full. It's going to look like about the 20s when they got it, so they're going to move it back to about the 10, 11 yard line for Carney uh, Catholic to start their. Uh, possession here. So the first penalty of the ball game will put the Stars back at the 11 yard line. 7 7 with 9.50 to go here in the first half of play. Mahoney in the pistol with Greaser, his running back. Twins to the right, single man to the left. Now they put the ball ready for play. 
They'll hand it to Greaser. Big sweep around the right side. Has some room, 15, 20. Back up to the 25-yard line, and he'll be drugged down there by Luke Porter. But a nice run by Greaser to move the sticks in a gain of 14. Yeah, pulling that time on uh, was the lineman, Grant Drumhiller, and uh, Jake uh, Matsker pulling out there, kicking people out there. And then Riley could run right up underneath there, uh, picking up a first down here for Carney Catholic. Out to the right side, short side is Schmatterer in the slot is Sire on first down and 10 stars at their own 25-yard line. Four down linemen and the snap. Mahoney wants to swing it out here. Quick slant. It's bobbled but caught by Carson Murphy, and he is going to be wrapped up after a gain to the 31-yard line by Aiden John. It'll be a gain of six, maybe even seven, with a nice spot out to the 32-yard line. Yep, just a quick slant out of that, uh, you know, Mahoney did a good job of just finding him right off. They're playing about eight, nine yards off of him and uh, hitting a quick slant to Carson Murphy there for a good chunk of yards there. So, so far, so good through the air for Mahoney. Now a little deeper in the pistol. Greaser about seven, eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. And Brett Mahoney will take it. He wants to throw again, sending four Ooh. out. He's under some pressure, Don't and he's going to be sacked. He thought about dumping it off. He did the right thing to hold on to it. And the sack by Cody Kushok, who had the fumble recovery that led to the touchdown. And he gets a big sack here all the way back to the 20-yard line. That's going to be a loss of 12 on the play. Right, yeah. They had three trips on that left side. They wanted, had a go route going uh, on it, but uh, covered downfield did St. Paul. And then uh, they got to Mahoney in time. And he was going to look like he was going to try to dump it off out here to the right side to Garrett Smarter. But he did the smart thing and just held on to it, uh, bringing up third down for Carney Catholic. Now Carney Catholic might have to use a timeout. They've got a bunch. And they don't have the right guys where they want them to be. And Rashawn Harvey says, let's go ahead and take a timeout here. They're already third and 15. So the Stars will use their first timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. So a couple of turnovers have hurt Kearney Catholic. St. Paul has won themselves. 7.58 to go in the first half. It's Kearney Catholic 7, St. Paul 7. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Got a shocker going on at Foster Field in Kearney on ESPN Radio. The Bearcats are drumming North Platte. It's 28 to nothing. Carney High. You can hear it on ESPN. Here we get back to action on third and 15. Looking to go deep down the left side. One-on-one -on -one coverage. Mahoney lets it go. The ball batted away by Aiden John. Great job by Aiden. He just put his hand up right between the wide receiver's arms, and the ball was perfectly thrown there, Don, yeah. and he knocks it away from Aaron O'Brien. 
Yep, just trying to run down that sideline, trying to use uh, you know one-on-one -on -one out of that situation. They had four people on this right side, one person on that left side, and uh, trying to get one-on-one -on -one situation. Uh, and uh, like you said, Mahoney threw the ball in a pretty good spot right there just to go up and get that. But uh, the St. Paul defender did a great job of getting his hand up in there and knocking it loose. Showing right there he's more than just a basketball player. Great yep. throw by Mahoney, his first incompletion. Stars have to punt it. It's a low snap. McBride rolls out here. Rugby, low line drive kick. It may have hit one of the St. Paul guys. Carney Catholic will just let it die at the 48-yard line. It is a short punt of a 30 three yards. Carney Catholic coaches were hoping that they could get a touch call there, but it was not ruled. Didn't see a beanbag or anything. And So St. Paul has good field position. Not as good as the last drive right. where they <laughs> picked it up at the 11, right. but they will start at their own 47-yard line. 7-7, 7.42 to go here in the first half, and We'll probably talk more about it at halftime, but if this doesn't change, this is kind of what happened last year. Mm -hmm. Only Kearney Catholic was dropping the ball, not turning it over, right. and kept St. Paul in it, and then St. Paul dominated them in the second half. So the Wildcats, after a slow start, have kind of caught wind here. Out of the wishbone on the near hash. Dugan wants to pitch it out here, decides to eat it, and he is going to fall forward for about a yard. Mahoney was in there, helped trip him up along with Aaron O'Brien. A gain of one, second and nine. Yep. He rides that, you know, he does a good job of riding that fullback right off the bat. Uh, you know, and if he's, he's good, he'll, he'll, he'll give it to him. But he pulled it out there, and he goes out to the outside. Like you said, Mahoney from his safety position is coming up hard on that situation, and they did a good job on the outside with Aaron O'Brien. Well, the line is six foot, six three, six three, six five. You've got a quarterback that's five ten. He does a pretty good job yeah. of staying behind them. Sometimes it's hard to locate dude. Right, yep. Second out of nine at his own 49. Counter to the right side, Berkby. Berkby looks for some running room, breaks a tackle, and a penalty flag coming down as he is into Kearney Catholic territory at the 44-yard line. But that's thrown right in the area of holding, and there was multiple flags right. that came out on yep. that one, Don. Yep. You know, just uh, ran a little bit of that, uh, you know, faking this to, this way and going back the other way. And that's what they got. They got a holding at the point of attack right over there uh, for St. Paul. So they'll move him back out of that. But, you know, it's the first time we've really seen that uh, action out of that for, uh, from uh, St. Paul. And they did get a, you know, good you know, chunk of yards out of that, but uh, got a holding call on it also. Pleasanton leading Overton 21-6 to in the first quarter. Kennesaw now up 22-6 to on Fullerton. And Selma Myrna, 8-0 on South Loop. Amherst, 7-0 in the second quarter on Elm Creek. And St. Paul has decided that they want to use a timeout here. They've got second down, and it's going to be about 18, 19 yards to go. The ball back at their own 41-yard line. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 6.55 to go in quarter number two. It remains Kearney Catholic 7 and St. Paul 7 here on Power 99. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Well, after the timeout and the holding call on St. Paul, they'll face second and 18 at their own 41-yard line. Staying out of that base wishbone look, Dugan fates it. Back to pass, going to throw a swing pass and just dumped it right into the ground to John. Well, now a penalty flag comes down. Penalty flag comes down. There's some extracurricular activity well away from the ball. But that's not where the flag was. <laughs> the Kearney Catholic sideline. A lot of the green-jacketed coaches are out there. A hold is going to be called on St. Paul. You could make it second at about 30, or you can make it third and 19, and Kearney Catholic likes what they're doing defensively, so going to push them back more and gain some more field position here. Yep. So gonna that was a quick hold That was because that right play didn't take very long. Nope. It wasn't set up, and Trevor just kind of tossed it right into the ground. And he did a good job. It wasn't – there's nothing out there, so he just kind of said, you know, let's just go off to the third down. But like you said, quick uh, holding call. So now it'll bring up second down here and about 30 yards to go for St. Paul. And Dawson Fox was way downfield trying to block yep. for that screen. So they probably would have flagged that too. And for the first time, we've got a three-wide-out look here for Dugan. It's second down and 29. He's simply going to hand it off. Carney Catholic's ready for it, and they drop John Plocky as he got about a yard, and it's going to be third and pack a lunch. Yep. We haven't pulled out the frequent flyer mileages yet this <laughs> nope. year. This is really something St. Paul doesn't have in their playbook. No. Uh, if Clayton Smith was in there, I'd be looking for a wide option play here right. for St. Paul. Yep, yep. try to get him to the outside, get him out there on a situation one-on-one. -on -one. But, uh, you know, they're going to spread it out here. Uh, this next this play here, but I uh, wouldn't surprise if they just kind of run it. Four wideouts, Plocky. Let's see if Dugan just keeps it in his hands. He's going to roll out, throw it down the line of scrimmage here. It's complete to Berkby. Berkby is triple teamed as he gets out to the 35-yard line. They gave him a little, but yep. it's still going to be fourth and forever here as he was gang tackled out here in the flat by Max McBride and Garrett Schmatterer. Yeah, a gain from the 20, 31 out to the 36. We'll say it was a gain of about six. Yeah, just trying to toss it out here, just outside. See if we could break something. You know, Carney Catholic did a good job of keeping everything in front of them and, uh, you know, making a, a good tackle and making them punt. That's the first completed pass of the ball game for St. Paul. And now the punt is away. That's a pretty good one. It's going to sail over Sire's head. Now he has to let it bounce, and it's going to go from the 20 to the 15 and die at about the 13-yard line. That's a pretty good boot that time. That is 52 yards if I added it up right. Right, yeah, and, you know, one of those that, uh, you know, last time it was way short. He had to come running up there, so this time he went up there short, and then this he gets a good punt off and then gets a good roll out of the punt uh, to get Carney Catholic back there about the 13-yard line here for uh, Carney Catholic here with about five and a half minutes to go in the still, second quarter. Still 7-7, Carney Catholic taking on St. Paul. Stars have had a couple of turnovers. St. Paul had one themselves, but Carney Catholic fumbled once going into the end zone and then fumbled at their own 15, which gave St. Paul their first touchdown. 
Trips to the right side, Mahoney out of the pistol. Going to give it to Greaser, take it back out of his belly. He's hitting the backfield, and they read that one right. St. Paul is able to get in behind the line of scrimmage, and the tackle is made by Riker Getch. Yep. Riker's doing a good job. That's about second or third time that he's gotten in there on that. Uh, you know, this time they faked that, uh, you know, handoff to Riley, and Brett was going to boot to the right side here, but uh, Riker was right there to make the tackle for St. Paul. So, Carney Catholic. 2-0, St. Paul 0-2, but lost to number one Pierce and then Broken Bow, Carney Catholic beating Wood River, Shelton, and Gothenburg. So it is second down and 12 here, back at their own 12-yard line for Carney Catholic, Mahoney. Long count, gives it to Greaser, sweep to the right side. He's got two pulling guards out to the 15, back to the 20. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Good run by Greaser, finally shoved out there by Sam Kramer. And that's going to be enough to move the chains for the Stars. Yep, coming to this right side out of that. They had a guy pulling with him. And uh, he had a couple wideouts out here on this side. And, uh, you know, getting a block. Uh, Max McBride did a good job of getting a block out here on this right side. Riley does a good job of kind of, you know, getting out here and finding the spot. And then he cuts it upfield and, and picks up what he can. Stars with their 10th first down here. I have them for the first half. Go trips to the right side. Nobody here. On the short side, let's see if that's where they go with Greaser. Mahoney takes the snap. Quarterback draw, follows Greaser off the left side, breaks one tackle, gets a couple, but he's drugged down from behind. Riley Getch, or Riker Getch, knew that play the whole time there, Don, yep. and was on him. Yep, he came from this outside, and he just took off. Uh, you know, once they faked that to uh, Riley going up the middle, uh, Riley Getch did a good job for St. Paul, you know, just tracking down Brett Mahoney. So Riker Getch has made a couple of nice plays here. We're going to say that it is a gain of three for Greaser, 96 yards. Check Briscoe, 10's coming. Check Briscoe. Second and seven. Ball at their own 27-yard line. Back to pass. Plenty of time. Looking deep. Down the right sideline. Airs it out for McBride, and he can't quite handle it. Some good hand play, and there will be defensive holding. Defensive holding, Bryce Snap grabbed his other arm. I wasn't sure if he did. The flag comes out because I think Carney Catholic would have caught it there with Max McBride. Yep. And that will be a penalty defensively here on St. Paul. Yep. Just going down that sideline, Max McBride on the side here. And as he reached out to go up uh, and catch the football, uh, the defender just kind of hit his, grabbed his arm and pulled it back down uh, for St. Paul. So Knapp was just stride for stride with him. Yep. And they're going to call pass interference on the defense. And that'll be a Carney Catholic first down. Yep. Moving ahead 15 yards here, and that'll be first down here for Carney Catholic. So they'll, they'll mark it off. So they're going to be just uh, up at around the 43-yard line. Yep. So three big penalties here. Ten, two 10-yard holdings, which ended up getting them second and 29, and now a pass interference. That will negate a third down and eight and bring yep. up a first down and ten. Yep. Yep. So, you know, one of those things, uh, you know, Carney Catholic, you know, as far as Carney Catholic needs to do is to take advantage of this situation here and uh, see if they can get, get it in the end zone here. Swing pass down the line of scrimmage to Schmatterer. He gets a block to midfield, 45, and almost got into the secondary and broke it. Schmatterer brings it to the 45-yard line of St. Paul, and that's a 12-yard completion and move the chains again. Yep, tossed that out to the Garrett on that left side. Had a couple blockers out there in front. Uh, you know, picks up uh, about eight, nine yards on the play. Well, now they're, yeah, for a while there. I think the official just told him first down, didn't he? 
It looked like he just said, move it. Yeah, yep, first down. Then the umpire picked the ball up and moved it backwards. <laughs> I thought that was easily a first down. They're not set yet. And Carney Catholic's trying to go tempo. Yep. And so when they didn't get the ball set, that screws up the tempo. And then they were going to snap the ball before the official was ready. And St. Paul went ahead and used their final timeout right here with 3.51 to go in the first half of play. 7-7, seven to seven, Kearney Catholic's been moving the ball. St. Paul has used a couple of short fields, but Don, the Stars uh, still only have the seven points. Yep, you know, that's one of the things, you know, kind of, like you said, a little bit, uh, you know, from last year on that situation. But, uh, you know, right now they're moving the football. Kearney Catholic is, uh, you know, on the run, with the run and the pass, depending on what uh, St. Paul's going to give you on the situation out of this. Uh, you know, they're doing some good things. They're doing hitch, hitch routes, just getting it out there to those receivers, uh, doing some screen plays on that outside and doing some of those types of things that, uh, you know, see if those receivers can break something. Congratulations to the Kearney Catholic volleyball team off to a 7-0 start after wins against Blue Hill and Adams Central, which we had here on Power 99 last night. Adams Central was ranked fifth in uh, Class B, or excuse me, 10th in Class B coming into the night. Kearney Catholic third in Class C1. Coming up the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We'll have all the final first half stats for you, give you score updates from around the area. But right now, Kearney Catholic has a first down in 10 at the 45-yard line of St. Paul on a drive that started at their own 13-yard line. Got some help from a pass interference. They'll hand it to Greaser, stretch play left side, runs into his own line when they shove big Grant Drumheller back into him and nowhere to go among those in there for St. Paul was Quade Peterson. And a loss of a couple on the yep. play will give him second down and about 11 and a half. Yep. Tried to go to that left side, uh, didn't get any line surge out of that. Got a good front from uh, St. Paul, good push up front, and just Riley had nowhere to go on that play. So it'll bring up second and 11 here for uh, Carney Catholic. 15th carry of the game here for Greaser. And he was electric on that first drive, and then they completed a pass, and after getting the first down, fumbled it. Now back to pass Mahoney, setting up a screen maybe. They're going to go down the middle of the field for Greaser. It's underthrown and knocked down by St. Paul's Trevor Dugan. Trevor is going to be upset that he didn't intercept that because right. that was well underthrown. That was kind of something I'd seen on Saturday yeah. <laughs> because Brett had all day. He did. And he just kind of lofted it off the back foot there, and it was underthrown. Yep, I think he saw Riley going down the field out of that but just didn't put enough on it, uh, you know, to lead Riley on that. He kind of lofted it up there. And like you said, Dugan came across there and uh, knocked it away. But he, you know, when he watches it on film, he's going probably going, I should have just picked that thing thing off. <laughs> so many lasers from Harburg and, Masper, and Matt Harburg and Masker over the last few years, not a lot of those touch passes. So it's third down and 11. Back to pass again, letting the rush come through. Now the middle screen, and it's picked off at the 40 to the 45. And St. Paul had three blue jerseys right there, almost picked off by a lineman. And, in fact, it is in the hands of Mason Anderson. Yep. Third turnover of the first half for Kearney Catholic. Yep. Uh, they blitzed up the middle out of that situation, and some of the other guys kind of stayed at home for uh, St. Paul. And, uh, you, know, Matt, uh, you know, Mahoney had to get rid of it a little bit faster than what he wanted to, and then he kind of lofted it out there and uh, picked off the pass. So it's going to be first down here for St. Paul with three minutes to go in the second quarter about the 49-yard line. 
So no timeouts, but there's plenty of time on the clock here for St. Paul. 3.02 to go in the half. Out of that wishbone, Dugan pulls it back, pitches into the backfield to John. They string him out, and they'll shove him out of bounds as he picks up just enough yardage to get into Kearney Catholic territory at the 45. That's going to be a gain of six. He tight-roped it there. Yeah. looked like he wasn't going to get anything, and John gets six. Yep. Like you said, it didn't look like he was going to get anything on this left side here. He pitched it out there. Dugan did, and he goes right down this left side. Uh, it's tight-roping right down the sideline. Uh, picks up about five yards, six yards on the play. Boy, this would be something for St. Paul if they could find a way to get some points. And Not like Carney Catholic, who knows they could come in and get a field goal. St. Yep. Paul, even though Kramer can kick the ball, I'm not sure that they would gamble on that. We'll find out. Second down and four at the Stars' 45-yard line. He got out of bounds, so it stopped the clock at the 2.56 mark. Back out of the bone. Dugan, the quarterback, takes the snap. Counter to the fullback. Trap, yep. nothing there for Plocky there all over him. Stars got him down low and then just waited for the Calvary to come finish it off. Give credit that time to the Stars' Corin Conrad. No gain yep. on the play. Holding up the line and everything. Him and, him and Gavin, Drumhiller inside there, did a good job of uh, you know getting everything held up. And then, and then the linebackers can fly in there and, and, and make some tackles out of that. There's just no gain, no place to run there for St. Paul. So third down and four now. No wide outs. Double tight end. Stars pressure. Hand it to Berkby. He's trying to get outside. The Stars fight off a hold. There comes the hold, and he is going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage. Coming in there to make the tackle, Tyson Rediger. Somebody so. thinks it's a face mask. I thought it was a hold. It looked like yep. he was held. Yep. yep. Now the Stars have to decide, fourth and six or third at about 16. And with no time left, timeouts, I would think St. Paul would punt. And with the time on the clock, Carney Catholics got their timeouts in 2.18. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I might shove them back. But they're going to decline it and I'll let them punt. Yep. So get the football back and see what Carney Catholic can do here before halftime. Uh, 2.18 to go here in the, in the th second quarter right here. So uh, they get the, the, the pickoff but uh, can't really get a whole lot out of the situation. So they're going to have to punt here, does St. Paul. So Hunter Kramer will boot it away. Jaden Sire is back deep for Kearney Catholic. Two punts here so far for St. Paul. Yeah, there's a run on the clock here, and St. Paul's using as much as they want. Kearney Catholic elected not to take a timeout there. But that's okay. They'll get it with about a minute 45, minute 50. St. Paul is just going to take the delay of game. So that'll yep. make it fourth down and 11. So delay a game here. That'll be their fourth penalty of this quarter. And punter, Hunter Kramer, kind of pooched one 30 yards the first time and then bombed one 52 yeah. the second time. So maybe maybe they wanted that extra five yards because right. he punts at 52. Here it goes into the end zone. Yeah. There's the snap. And the boot is away. High, beautiful kick, fair catch called for. Sire off his fingertips Ooh. is able to get it at the 16-yard line. The only man down there for St. Paul was Sam Kramer, but had that slid away, it would have been St. Paul ball. And we have a flag at the line of scrimmage. Oh, we do. So let's see what happens here for Carney Catholic. Will Even if it's a five-yard penalty, they would have to punt again. As it stands right now, the punt is 35 yards. 
And we'll see what our officials tell us. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. First half stats, score updates from around the area. Talk about big day tomorrow of college football, the first weekend of the NFL. Defensive holding on Kearney Catholic. When did that happen? That would basically have to be after the punt. Punt. Yep. So that will move the Stars back to about the eight-yard line. So a 35-yard punt here for St. Paul. And then they'll move Kearney Catholic back after they I think so. Rusty Fuller wants to know when did this penalty occur? Yep, so he's telling move him back then. Yep. So, so it'll be Carney Catholic ball, but it, they'll take it back at about their own eight-yard line, yep. half the distance to the goal from the 15. 142 to go here in the first half. It's still 7-7, Carney Catholic and St. Paul. And of course, the Stars have Two of their timeouts Got remaining. Two left. So, so yeah, you got a lot of things. You'll see what uh, probably probably what they can get off this. Carney High up 28-7 now on North Platte in the second quarter. So the ball marked at around the seven-yard line. Yep. And St. Paul gets the ball to start the second half as Carney Catholic took the opening possession right down the field but fumbled it at the five. So... Two timeouts remaining for the Stars, none for St. Paul. And let's see what they can do as they finally get the ball spotted for play. Greaser flanking his quarterback, Mahoney, to his left side. Twins to the short side. Fake the handoff, want to throw a slant out here wide, and it's complete but drilled right away at the nine-yard line is Sire. Nice tackle out there again by Aiden John. He's been playing some pretty good football. He did lose it once, but... He makes a nice sure tackle after a game of three. Yeah, just a quick slant on that on that left side. And like you said, Shire did a good job of coming up there and uh, you know catching the football. And then St. Paul's right there to make the tackle. Second down, hand it to Greaser. He's trying to get around the left edge. It's strung out, cuts up field, but met there by a host of St. Paul Wildcats, including Mason Anderson. And did they run him out of bounds, or is there a penalty flag? Uh, It'll be no gain on the play, play. for Greaser. Yep. That very first play, though, loved it. Uh, you were out there in space, mm -hmm. and if you don't get the tackle, yeah. or if you give him too much cushion, that's going to be a huge, huge play. Right. Now yep. Carney Catholic with a minute 10 to go here. Clock stop, third down, and we'll call it seven yards to go. Ball at their own nine-yard line, nine, ten-yard line. Do they take a shot here, or do they just run it and go to half? Run it and see if they can get a first down. So Mahoney takes it. He wants to go swing pass out of the backfield. It's complete into the hands of Schmatter up to the 15. He'll run out of bounds at the 18, and that's enough for a Cardi Catholic first down. Yep, just getting out here, going, swinging it out here to Garrett Schmatter. He had a couple of blockers out here, gets out of bounds, says Garrett. It'll be first down here for Carney Catholic. You know, minute four to go here in the second quarter. Have to find some kind of a big play. play. And yep. big play, 20, 25. Yep, it doesn't right. need to be 45 yards. That's what you want. But you do have to move the ball here because you only have a minute four. Mm -hmm. Six, eight yards at a crack. Not enough time to do that. But they've got the first down. Should kind of guarantee themselves that they will end the half with the possession. Mahoney back to pass again. Looks for Greaser. Now deep down the middle. Decides to step up under pressure, and he eats it. He'll be sacked at the 17-yard line. And back there to make the sack is going to be Luke Porter, and Carney Catholic is going to call a timeout. They'll have one remaining 
Looks like he might have got back close to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be officially a loss of one, so that'll be the second sack of the ball game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 7-7, Kearney Catholic at St. Paul. 54 seconds to go. Quarter number two. Milner Insurance Agency in St. Paul and Loop City is your State Farm agent providing car, home, life, and health insurance. Joe Milner and his team would love to be the one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Milner Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Platte Valley Auto Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts, and tires. Great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at St. Paul. It's second down and 11 for Carney Catholic. Under a minute to go in a 7-7 game. They've got it at their own 18-yard line. Out of the timeout, Mahoney just gives it to Greaser up the middle, and he is sandwiched at the 20-yard line. He'll pick up three. But I think Carney Catholic right there told you what they're going to do. They're going to get to halftime. Yep. St. Paul can't stop the clock. 40 seconds to go. One timeout remaining. If they bust a run, maybe something, but uh, there's no hurry here. And, in fact, they're going to take Greaser out of the ball game and bring in his backup, Tyson Renninger. Third down and seven at their own 21-yard line. Under 20 seconds to go now. Trips to the right side. Still wasting, still running. Now the five-second count is on, and Mahoney's going to use as much of it as he can. They may not snap it. Mahoney isn't going to snap it, and we do get a delay a game with two seconds to go here. Not sure what they were trying to accomplish there, Donnie. Nope. Saw the Huskers do that right before halftime against Illinois, (laughs) and they decided to run a play. Now they'll run the clock out because after the penalty, the clock runs again. So we are at halftime, and as we said, this is one of those where you don't take a look at the records, even though St. Paul's 0-2, their two opponents tougher than the two opponents Carney Catholic have played. And at halftime, the Stars have definitely had their opportunities, but three turnovers for Carney Catholic, one for St. Paul. It's 7-7 here at halftime. Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic, you know, right off the bat kind of, you know, started to drive, got all the way down there, got the, you know, fumble out of that, you know, on a slant in route, getting the, and St. Paul gets it at the one uh, on those situations. And then, uh, you know, we Carney Catholic, you know, take the second possession, they go in and score. Uh, but, uh, you know, really they haven't moved the football a whole lot. Uh, in the in the you know the second quarter, uh, like they did in the first quarter to start off the game and stuff, um, and they've had some you know bad field position and stuff, and that's how St. Paul got their first score too. Is they got a, a fumble recovery, able to take it in 15 yards on some plays and score the score the touchdown. But uh, you know it's one of those things. You know it's 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 tough up front. Um, both sides, uh, you know, with the wishbone coming at you and stuff, like we've you know, said, you got to play assignment football. All of a sudden, you, you're out of position on one play. 
uh, or one spot, and then all of a sudden that guy can break it up inside of you. He can get going. You know, so those types of things uh, can happen if you don't play assignment football. Doug Duda, Don Lees with you on this third Friday night of the season, fourth overall if you had some week zero games. And at the half here in St. Paul, it's Carney Catholic and the Wildcats tied at seven. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. Master's True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And welcome to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime in St. Paul. It's the Wildcats 7 and the Kearney Catholic Stars 7. Let's go ahead and take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. There will be a couple times we're going to ask you for a score, and if you have that Please uh, send us a text. Give us a call, 308-646-0506, 308-646-0506. We'll add it to our live scoreboard, which you can follow along with at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, on ESPN 1460 AM and 92.1 FM, Carney High jumped out to a 28 to nothing lead over North Platte. North Platte has got in the end zone, but it's still 28-7 Bearcats in the second. At the half, Lincoln Southeast leads Grand Island. 10-7. In Class B at the half, York 7, McCook nothing. Also, most of the Class B games are out of the panhandle. So Northwest at Alliance, Hastings at Garing, and Aurora at Scotts Bluff are all just kicking off. C1 at the half on KHAS, 1230 AM and 104.1 FM. It is Adams Central 28 and Minden 6. Uh, St. Paul and Kearney Catholic both play Adams Central, and the Stars will play Minden later this year. Also in the second quarter at last check, Gothenburg leading Broken Bow 7-0, Kozad leading Sydney 6-0, Holdridge leading Wood River Shelton 7-0, and Central City leading St. Paul 22-6. In C2 action on KICS, it is Hastings St. Cecilia taking on Twin River. At the half, Centura and North Platte St. Pat's 
are scoreless. In the second quarter, it is Bishop Newman, 7, Donovan Trumbull, 6, and a little bit of a shocker right there. Centennial, 21, Grand Island Central Catholic, 13, Gibbon leading Hershey, 14-6, and Norfolk Catholic leads defending state champion Ord in the second quarter, 7 to nothing. first time that their offense has been held in check. In Class D1, let's get to some eight-man football at the half. Bertrand, 21, Ravenna, 14, Sutherland, 18, Highline, 16, Cambridge, 16, Southern Valley, 6. Second quarter scores that we have, Amherst, 7, Elm Creek, 6, Hitchcock County, 14, Alma, nothing, and Selma Myrna, 8, South Loop, nothing. In Class D2, it is Lawrence Nelson and Diller O'Dell, 8-8 at the half. On the breeze, 94.5, it was a top 10 battle, but Kennesaw is dominating Fullerton 48-6 late in the second quarter. Ansley Litchfield leading Axtell 14-6, and Pleasanton leading Overton in the second quarter 33-20. We're looking for score updates on the Blue Hill Arapaho and Loomis-Giltner games. In six-man in the second quarter, it's Wilcox Hildred 22, Meridian 8. There were a pair of games last night in six-man. SEM fell to Spalding Academy 38-30, and Franklin defeated Deschler 73-22. Some other games last night in eight-man. It was Garden County over Brady 40-25. Sand Hills Valley edged Medicine Valley 28-26. Mullen rolled Maywood Hayes Center 81-27. Pender got by Windside 40-26. O'Neill St. Mary's no problem with Walt Hill 60-6. And Lutheran High Northeast squeaks by Guardian Angels 22-20. In 11-man football, Columbus over Lincoln North Star 49-13. Omaha Burke beat Millard North 34-21. Omaha Scott doubled up Omaha Gross 54-27. And Archbishop Bergen was a winner over Lincoln Lutheran by a score of 45-25. Again, here at half, it's Kearney Catholic and St. Paul tied at 7. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Got another score update for you at the half, Loomis and Giltner 
are tied 20-20. So 20-20 at the half. Doug Duda along with Don Lease, who's also the cross-country coach over yeah. at Carney Catholic. You guys ran yesterday. Tell yeah. us about the meet, how you did, how everybody did. Uh, you know, finally we got to run, you know, the week before we get to, we get to uh, the Lexington meet and we learned how to get on and off the bus about four times because of lightning and everything. So a situation there, you know, we didn't get to run. Uh, so finally yesterday we got to run our first meet, um, and we did very well. Uh, you know, as far as time-wise and, and what we kind of, Coach Nickel and I kind of wanted out of our runners and stuff, uh, you know, some of them were a little disappointed on certain things. But uh, for ov- overall, we thought that the, uh, the, the kids ran real well. Our girls uh, placed first. Um, with Maya Moxley getting fifth place as our top runner there, but we had three other other freshmen, um, Riley O'Hare and uh, Hadley uh, McGowan and uh, Ava or um, uh, Ella um, Kuchera getting uh, you know in the, in the top 15 there, which was very very nice uh, to see. Um, so you know uh, some of them you know got out there you know we've had some injuries and stuff and uh you know some of them got out there you know and, and did their best but uh you know about the two mile mark kind of you know struggled on some things and stuff and that happens in, in races <laughs> some days you have it and some days you don't uh and the boys part of it miles uh Shiguru, uh finished 10th and our boys finished third overall and stuff so um you know, a good performance by uh, Kearney Catholic. Uh, we got 10 boys and 10 girls out this year, so it's it's nice to have a little bit of depth on, on the cross-country part of things. Who are the powers? They just kind of put out the coaches' rankings this week. Uh, who are the area teams that uh, are going to be strong in districts and maybe even have a chance to go do something at the country club? Um, the biggest thing, you know, here in about three weeks, we'll go. We'll get to you know see everybody and uh, see how we how we do. We, we go to Aurora for our district, and Aurora is always tough. Uh, uh, Minden always has some really good runners, uh, you know, on there. Um, our area people, you know, as far as uh, Shelton uh, in Class D, you know, they're doing really well. They've won their first two meets uh, at, at Gibbon, and then they won yesterday. Um, um, beating St. Paul. St. Paul has got a great runner in Connor Wells. He's uh, uh, exceptional runner. He didn't uh, break a stride. It looked like uh, yesterday. He just took off, and uh, his his mile times uh, just kept on keeping about the same. So it was enjoyable to kind of watch him run. Uh, uh, but uh, it had been nice to see him run against somebody and see some competition out, out of there. But uh, you know, as far as a team wise, Shelton's got a pretty darn good uh, uh, cross country team. All right, here at the half, 7-7, we know there's a lot of good volleyball. We're going to be really, really busy next week. Monday, we have some Monday night volleyball for you. We'll be over at Gibbon for a Luplatt Conference triangular as Gibbon welcomes in Ravenna and Ord. That gets underway at 5. Then on Tuesday, we're going to go to Adams Central and see Minden and Aurora for another 5 o'clock triangular. And then Thursday, Kearney High will be at home to take on Grand Island, and we'll have that for you. Next Friday, among our games, will be Carney Catholic taking on Ogallala. Yeah. That will be spirited. Uh, Ogallala, air quotes, COVIDed out of the game last year, and uh, that has not been the friendliest of rivalries here between the Stars and the Indians in any sport here, especially on the guys' side, right. for the last couple of years. Yes, it has. It's a, a spirited uh, you know, rivalry between the two, um, you know, dating back you know, four or five years ago and stuff, and it just has kept going on. Uh, but it's, it's usually a pretty darn good football game um, uh, between the two teams. Uh, we didn't get to play it last year, but, uh, you know, it's a pretty good football game uh, usually between Kearney Catholic and Ogallala. 
Hastings St. Cecilia is up 58 to nothing over Twin River as they are at halftime. So St. Cecilia got a big win last week, and yeah. they, they may have a pretty good season ahead of them. Yep, they got some pretty good, uh, you know, looking at the things. You know, last year they did, you know, they kind of struggled at some uh, on some stuff, but, uh, you know, give them a little confidence and stuff. These This game and the game, the last week's game, uh, you know, you'll probably see St. Cecilia, do, you know, making a little run at it. All right, we'll be back to take a look at the first half stats of our ball game. Kearney Catholic and St. Paul 7-7 here on Power 99. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online and that's why we're the better bank. Doug Duda back with you here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. There's always some Friday night college football out there for you. And uh, for Coastal Carolina, they lead Kansas at the half, 28-15. to 15. Duke and North Carolina A&T, 14-14, a minute to go before the half. And uh, that's it for right now. A couple of games will get started later tonight. Here's a look at the unofficial numbers in the first half. First off for St. Paul, Ryland Berkby, six carries, 34 yards, touchdown. Aiden John, two carries, 10 yards. John Plocky, four carries, five yards. Jackson Klingensmith, two carries, 33 yards. Quarterback Trevor Dugan, six carries, 33 yards. So five different men have carried it. And you've got two at 33 and one at 34. 20 carries. 115 yards for St. Paul. They put it in the air twice, and Dugan is one of two for eight yards. No interceptions, no touchdowns. Eight through the air, 115 on the ground. That's 123 yards of total offense. Six first downs, one fumble, and that was at the Kearney Catholic one-yard line. Uh, it did work out for him because Kearney Catholic fumbled it back to him at the 13, and they went in to get that only score. Three punts so far in the football game for St. Paul's Hunter Kramer. 30, 52, and 35, so you've got an average there of a little over 40 yards. Four penalties all in the second quarter for 40 yards. For Carney Catholic, it's Riley Greaser, and it was working early. They marched it right down. They handed it to him the first five times, and they just went ding, 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 about 45 yards down the field. He currently has 17 carries for 98 yards. Quarterback Brett Mahoney, he's been sacked twice. He had it up to 15, but two sacks have him to six carries for zero yards. 23 carries, 98 yards for Carney Catholic. Through the air, Brett Mahoney has put it up 11 times. He's completed eight of those. He has one interception and one touchdown. 68 yards through the air, 98 on the ground. 166 yards of total offense. 13 first downs for the Stars. They punted it one time for 33 yards, two penalties for 15. But, Don, it's the turnovers. Two fumbles and an interception. Minus two here in the first half for Carney Catholic. 
Yep, that's exactly right, Doug. You know, the turnovers have been the uh, big big part of the game and stuff for both teams and stuff, but more for Kearney Catholic on this cer certain things. You know, they cut those two, you know, three turnovers out of the situation, but uh, you can say that on a lot of games and stuff. If this wouldn't happen, that wouldn't happen. But, you know, they, you know, Kearney Catholic looked really, really good marching the football right down, but they haven't got a whole lot going there in that second quarter. And, uh, you know, they did, you know, St. Paul did some blitzing and trying to, you know, disrupt Brett Mahoney and stuff and trying to get him off balance on certain things. So, you know, kudos to, uh, you know, St. Paul for making some adjustments there too. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm owner business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Carney Catholic and St. Paul 7-7 and St. Paul will get the ball to start the second half when we return. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Our scoring wrap of the first half brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. Carney Catholic started at their own 34, marched it down to the 10-yard line. A little slant on fourth down was caught. They fumbled it to the four, and that was the first of their three turnovers. But then after a punt to the 50, a 15-yard Mahoney to Greaser screen pass with the McBride kick made it 7-0 with 4.14 to go. Then after a Jaden Sire fumble return to the St. Paul 1, Cody Kushak, then a fumble return for St. Paul to the 11. Two plays later, Ryland Berkby took it in from seven yards out, and that's it, 7-7 as Carney Catholic boots it away. A high, short, returnable kick. St. Paul will come up and field it at the 14-yard line. Berkby has it. He's trying to size things up to the 20. Nowhere really to go up to the 25-yard line. Carson Murphy wouldn't let him go outside, so he ducks it up inside. Murphy and Corin Conrad in there. Conrad's name has been called. He's out there on special teams doing some good things as well. Yes, he is. He's a hustler. That you know, Conrad just loves to get down. Corn does a good job of getting down there and covering punts, and he just likes to go down there. And He's kind of, kind of the person that likes to go, you know, if they want to try to come up the middle out of that, he'll be there right there for it. And he's on you know, right now. He's back on defense for Carney Catholic too. So the total yards: 123 for St. Paul, 166 for Carney Catholic unofficially. And staying in that wishbone, it's working okay for him. They'll go to the back. Berkby, and he'll come crashing off the right side of the 30 out to the 31-yard line following his big guard, Zach Hirschman, clearing out some bodies. And that's going to be a gain of about six. It'll be second down and four. Yep, you know, Carney Catholic had a little bit of a blitz situation out of that on this side. He did the, Up front, they did a good job. St. Paul did getting a push out of that. It's going to, you know, like you said, bring up here around second down and four. It's exactly what uh, St. Paul wants, three, four, five, six yards of carry. 
And Clayton Smith still hasn't been a big factor after getting a little dinged up there in the first quarter. He's not on the field. Berkby, again, same play over the right side. They'll roll forward out to the 35-yard line. Should be enough for the first down. Yep, just following his blockers out of that. Uh, he had a couple of guys up, uh, you know, from the fullback position and the guys up front are doing a good job for uh, St. Paul. And they're just coming right at Carney Catholic. Uh, Berkeley go going up the middle out of that, just a little bit to the right side. First down, St. Paul. Conrad and Trumhiller off the bottom of the pile. Stars go with the four down lineman again. Just underway here in the third quarter, 7-7. St. Paul gets a first down at their own 35-yard line. Counter to the outside, looking for somewhere to go and being drugged down by the shoulder pads four or five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go for Aiden John. And Max McBride over there rips him down. Also, Brant Christner was coming over to help out. But a loss of five on the play. It'll be second down and 15. And like you said, Max McBride did a good job of fighting off the block out there and then getting out there to make that tackle out of there. So, and uh, like you said, a few other guys came in there for Carney Catholic, but Max McBride was the one that uh, made that happen there. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Rivendale, <laughs> and Elba. There There's go. some for you. Our <laughs> friends in Riverdale and Elba love them as well. So second out and 15 at their own 30. Rolling out, Dugan wants to throw. Tight ends covered. Dugan's going to have to tuck it up and run. Gets by one man. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards before he's brought down across the 40 out to the 42-yard line. That's the second time he's done that. He really doesn't want to throw the ball. He was looking for his tight end, Luke Porter, but Porter was covered out of the backfield and still a huge gain on the play. He's going to make 11, and it's going to be third down and about four and a half to go. Yep, he just like you said, Doug, he, you know, he, he has one guy, one receiver that he's you know looking at, and if it's not there, he's just kind of making sure that he can get, get, get what he can out of that. He, let, he doesn't really want to throw the football. If it's open, he's going to, but uh, he wants to run the football most of the time. Now they're going to swing out to the left wing here, and Weller still out of that wishbone on third down along four. Carney Catholic is going to blitz up the middle, hand it off off the left side, and the Stars are there to swallow him up after a gain of two. It'll be fourth down and about two more yards to go, but just running right into a wall of Carney Catholic Stars was Aiden John. Yep. Trying to, trying to come up out of that. Uh, they look like you know he had some people out here trying to block on the outside, but uh, they're going to go right up the middle out of that. Carney uh, Catholic was right there. Uh, you know had Dylan Mers and you had the linebackers flowing in there to make the tackle. Well, Rusty Fuller doesn't want to roll the dice here on fourth and two at his own 43-yard line, 42-yard line. So they're going to punt the football away with Hunter Kramer. Low snap. He's got it. Not much of a rush. Good high kick. Gets away from Sire, watches it go towards the sideline, takes a little bit of a St. Paul bounce and is down at the 23-yard line. That's a 34-yard, 35-yard punt with no return. Yep, just angling it, you know. Like you said, he had a little bit of a low snap out of it. Good job for him to get it off and uh, gets Carney Catholic down here about the 23, 24-yard line. So the Stars get their first possession of the third quarter, 7-7 here at St. Paul, 8-33 remaining before... We switch it over to the fourth. St. Paul looked like they were going to be down big early and took advantage of the turnovers. So first down at the 22. Get things set here with Mahoney. Four wide, twins to the short side. Riley Greaser 
Option to the wide side. Pitch it to Greaser. Can he get to the outside? Yep. Yes, he can. 25-30. 35. Gets a block. 40. And he's shoved out of bounds by Klingensmith before he can get to full speed and take it to the house. And a nice run by Riley Greaser. Enough for a first down out to the 42-yard line. A gain of 20. Yep. Trips to the right side and then run that option. Look out of, to the left side out of there and uh, get that ball out to Riley Greaser. And, and uh, he see what he can do. And he found a hole there and gets his football up here to about the 42, 43 yard line. That puts him over 100 yards now at 118 on 18 carries. All by himself is going to be Garrett Schmatterer covered by Ryland Berkby. Option to that same way. Fake the pitch. Mahoney's going to keep it and he'll dive forward for a couple. He'll get out to the 44 yard line. Up entered there by Anderson and again Riker Getch yep. who we called his name a lot in the first half. Yep, coming from that outside on that on the right side Brett's running it to our right side the St. Paul's right side. Riker Getch has to come clear across there and uh, tracks down Brett Mahoney there for a short gain. So they've been running option to the wide side. I think that time Brett just decided I need to keep it once in a yeah, while and, right. and, and was hoping that that alley would be there for him. Second down and eight. Mahoney takes the snap, hands it to Greaser, wants to run short side, follows his blocks, gets three, gets four as he crosses the 45 to about the 47-yard line. Berkby's over there, a will as Bryce Knapp. Yep. And it's going to be third down at about four yards to go after a four-yard run for Greaser. And, and good job by Riley just, you know, being patient on that because out here on the outside it wasn't there, and he kind of cut it up underneath and made one guy miss and, uh, you know, got picked up a block to, you know, pick up some, some yards out of that situation. But good, good uh, patience by Riley Greaser. Interesting to listen to the coaching staff, too, about who you want out there as your wide receiver to block right. in yep. situations like this. Yep. So it's third and four just short of midfield. Mahoney oh. scrambles. He's got three guys after him. Throws it down the middle of the field under thrown. And Murphy makes a great jump catch at the 30. Breaks a tackle to the 25. Stiff arm to the 20. And he'll be drugged down there at the 19-yard line. Klingon Smith. And also over there to hold on for dear life was Aiden John. And Carney Catholic got a little bit lucky yep. there on that underthrown ball. Carson Murphy made a great comeback catch. Yes, he did. You know, you, they came up the middle, a blitz out of that situation, and Brett got the ball off to Carson Murphy, but, you know, threw it up there. And Carson Murphy did a good job of planting his foot and coming back and going and getting that fall at the, or football at the highest point and making the catch. That was a 34-yard gain. And, I think we're going to take snaps in a part of the field we haven't been at all night long. On this end, yeah. We haven't been to our south end of the field hardly at all. That's where the Stars started the night, but I don't think the ball's been back there. Swing pass down the line of scrimmage to Schmatterer, and St. Paul snuffs it out. Right there is Berkby to upend him. Yep. Good, good, good job of coming up there strong on that play out of there, to number eight. Uh, Excuse me, that was yeah, you're right. It wasn't Berkby. It was Knapp. Yep, Knapp did a good job of coming up there and making that open field tackle because uh, Garrett Smotter had some people out there to uh, you know to block for him and stuff. So it's one of those things that uh, Knapp did a good job of coming up there and making that play. So second down, eleven stars. They're at the twenty yard line. Of St. Paul, take the snap, looking to throw, looking towards the end zone, takes a shot over the oh. middle, and it is incomplete. And right there, through his hands defensively, was John Plocky, a little bit behind Schmatterer, the intended receiver. Yep, Schmatterer kind of ran a you know deep in route out of that. Plocky was right there. Uh, it looked like to me he was going to get picked off out of that situation. Was, uh, but uh, it'll bring up a third down here for Carney Catholic on that play. Stars already with three turnovers. That could have really 
made things ugly. And Carney Catholic's in field goal range, but they want to have a chance here to get a first down at the 20. Trips to the right side. They're going to option it out here. Mahoney is going to pitch it out here to Greaser. He gets a seal block and fumbles the football, and I think he's going to get it back. It's still loose. Carney Catholic got it back inside the 15, close to the 10. That might have actually fumbled forward enough to get the first down. I think you're right, Doug. And let's see where they're going to mark the football. I think our referee says, yeah, it's a first down. So Greaser <laughs> loses the ball, but Carney Catholic gets the 10 yards that they need, and it is first and goal at the 10. Stars have been very nice here to St. Paul, and St. Paul's made a couple of nice plays defensively. Right, yep. So out of the no huddle, nobody to the right side, the short side, and they'll hand it to Greaser straight up the middle, and Greaser fights forward for about a yard. Gets to about the nine. It'll be second down and goal. Yep, just going, trying to go right up the middle out of that situation there, the, you know, on that outside kind of blitzing out of there. Uh, and you, you could hear the Carney Catholic coaches sliding, you know, saying slide down, block that. But, uh, you know, just wasn't in a hole there for uh, Riley to run in. Gaunt and Ullman were in. Now they're back out as wide receivers. Second and goal at the nine. Seven, seven here with five minutes to go. Third quarter, St. Paul and Carney Catholic. Mahoney takes it, going to follow Greaser, trying to run it himself, bounces to the right side, gets inside the five, and dives to the three-yard line. There was nobody over on the right side, and Dugan, along with Plocky, came out of their secondary position to tackle Mahoney and make it third down and goal at the three, a gain of six. Yeah, good job by Brett that time because he you know, tried to follow Riley up the middle out of that. There was nothing there, and he bounced it out there, and then Dugan was there uh, to make the tackle. But it's going to be, like you said, third down here and, and goal at the three-yard line. So the Stars go twins to the left side. Slot is Aaron O'Brien. Schmatterer is out here one-on-one -on -one to the short side. Greaser to the left of his quarterback, Mahoney. Same play, Mahoney follows off left side. They stack him up at the two, and he is not going to get in. Between the one and the two-yard line, it'll be fourth and goal, Carney Catholic. Yep. You know, to fake that handoff, and then he just kind of, you know, he follows Riley going up the middle out of that. So, like you said, Doug, it's going to be around here. Fourth and goal here for uh, Carney Catholic. Uh, you know, 3.50 to go here in the, in the third quarter. Well, you go for it yep, because if you, you do. don't get it, St. Paul has it at the one. Right, yep. Can St. Paul make one more stop here? They've forced three turnovers, and now it's fourth and goal at the one. Stars taking some time to get the play in. Greaser is on the right side of his quarterback. That's the short side. There's no wideouts there. Pitch play right side should work. Mahoney keeps it. Mahoney doesn't Ooh, get in. I don't think so. Mahoney got knocked on his shoulder, and it turned him around. And what a nice play there by Trevor Dugan. I yep. thought the hole was there, and too. it closed in a hurry. Yep, Dugan did a good job of coming up there out of that situation and, uh, you know, and, and holding him at the one-yard line for it, uh, which is tough to do. You know, Brett Mahoney coming in there, he faked that pitch out to the, uh, Riley Greaser and tucked it up underneath there and uh, did not quite get in there. Good job yep. by Dugan coming up there and making the tackle. 6'4", 215, you put it in your yep. big boy's hands. Right. and yep. He just got knocked off balance. Right. He couldn't yep. even stretch the football. Yep. In your head, you're thinking, all you got to do is get close and stretch the yep. football. Yep. All right. St. Paul, 99 yards away, gets it for the second time out of that wishbone. First and 10 at their own one. We're still 7-7, just over three minutes. Dugan 
Going to go counter play off the left side, just trying to get away from the goal line. A couple of yards there that time for Plocky. Yep, just a little counter off to this right side uh, of uh, the left side of, of St. Paul, right side of Cardi Catholic, just trying to pick up what he could out of that, uh, you know, try to figure out, you know, get him out of the way of that end zone, you know, picked up about one or two yards. St. Paul just hanging around. Yeah. But, boy, since this first half of the opening game against Pierce, their offense has not generated much. One score last week, one score this week, nothing in that second half mm -hmm. against Pierce. So it'll be second down. We'll call it eight at the three. Dugan under center. Stars trying to pack the box. They go straight fullback dive again and about another yard. So St. Paul doesn't want to get too fancy here. Right. They're in this ball game, Don, and right. they want to play field position. Yep, exactly right, Doug. I think, you know, there's a situation there where they're feeling pretty good, you know, that uh, on the situation that came out here with it, get, getting them held them. Held Carney Catholic, you know, it's one of those things that they're going to take some time. They're going to, you know, run the football, see what they can get. Uh, if they have to punt it, they'll punt it, and uh, you know, try to, you know, try to get their defense back out there and then hold them out. But uh, you know, they're just trying to get some power football right out of this. I think they'd love to run option, but Dugan would be in right. the end zone for a little bit here. Yep. that's been a big play for them. Third and seven at their own four. And they will run option out there. Late pitch. They get it to John. John turns the corner, but he won't get the first down. He's across the five, and they'll shove him out of bounds at about the seven-yard line. Dugan held yep. the ball a long, long time. <laughs> dangerous play, dangerous pitch. But yep. the Stars hold him, and St. Paul will be forced to punt after a gain of three. It'll be fourth down and four. That's exactly right, Doug. You know, he... Uh, you know, held that football a long time out of there and then pitched it late at the end, but uh, got him a little bit more room to punt the football out of this situation here. Got to punt it out of his own end zone, Hunter Kramer, so he needs to get it away. Sire needs to catch it. He's the deep man. Very high, short. Sire comes on the sprint, catches it at the 43. A stiff arm to the 40. Now he's got some room, 35-30, and he'll be shoved out of bounds, Jaden Sire. With a nice run back there. And the punt's going to go 36 yards that time for St. Paul. So Sire did a good job of coming up there and, and catching the football on the run and gets out to the outside. But uh, it's one of those things I think uh, they're going to get a block in the back here against Carney Catholic. And, yep. And uh, right about the 35-yard uh, line. So it's going to push him back. Instead of having the football about the 24-25, uh, they're going to – you know, push the ball back here to, to about so the 45, isn't it? Stars will still have good field position, yep. but, yeah, their third penalty of the ball game. So, yep, I think that's what's about the 45-yard and 46-yard line they're going to have the football. Still, like you said, still good field position. They're on that side of the football. Uh, minute four here to go in the third quarter. 7-7, seven, seven, Kearney Catholic, St. Paul. Stars have been moving the ball. They got stopped on fourth and goal at the one. St. Paul couldn't get a first down, so they punted away, and now the Stars take over at their own 46. Carney Catholic trying to get aligned here. They'll go bubble right. Haven't seen that much tonight. Mahoney takes the snap. Looking for Greaser out of the backfield. He's covered, throws it over the middle of the football field, complete to Sire for about a four-yard gain, and he'll be drugged down from behind by Mason Anderson as he brings it up to the 41-yard line, a gain of five. Yep, just, uh, you know, he wanted to get Riley Greaser out of the backfield going down the field off that. Uh, St. Paul did a good job of rolling their uh, defensive back over there, and then uh, Sire coming across the middle, that's who Brett found for about four or five-yard gain. 
So second down and five here. Still 7-7, under a minute to go in the third quarter. Stars at the 41-yard line of the Wildcats. Mahoney takes a little extra time, four wide, fakes left, looking hitch and go deep, throws it all the way down the left side, one-on-one, going to be a jump ball and knocked away as they tried to get Murphy. Great defensive back there. Once again, by the safety, Aiden John. And they had some arm play there as well. Yep, they did. You know, I think both sides were doing that at the beginning, you know, but he threw that ball up there. Brett did see if his receiver will go get it. Uh, but, you know, the, the defensive guy. had a chance to go get it. No. <laughs> and stuff, yep. He wasn't going to be able to jump and get that one. But, again, nope. Mahoney put it up there. Third down. Yep. So, you know, they went for it on that one, Doug, just to, you know, get a one-on-one situation, throw it out there to see what happens. Well, that little drag that they ran on first down yep, probably works again here. Yep. Third and about five and a half at the 41-yard line of St. Paul. 30 seconds to go in the third, tied at seven. Mahoney, oh. ball goes through his hands, has time, comes back and picks it up. Now in some trouble, and he'll just take the sack back at his own 40-yard line. Clayton Smith got him. Mahoney did the right thing. He didn't panic. But there were three St. Paul Wildcats coming right after right him. And instead of just trying to chuck it into the sidelines, he ate it, yep. and that'll be a loss of nearly 20 yards. It'll be a 20-yard loss on the play, and that'll bring up fourth down and 25. Yeah, and it's so gonna the, fundamental things killing the right. stars. Yep, going to end the four, third quarter here for for the Carney Catholic right there. Like, so so. St. Paul going to get the ball back here. We go to the fourth quarter. Stars and Wildcats 7-7 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. A battle on our hands here tonight, Carney Catholic and St. Paul, as we get ready to go to the fourth quarter, and the Stars will have to punt it away for just the second time in this contest. McBride, with max protection, rolls out for that rugby-style kick, and he gets a good one. Bounces down the field. They can't pick this one up on the St. Paul sideline. It bounces at the 25, inside the 20, to about the 17-yard line. So that's a 43-yard punt. 44-yard punt is what they'll make it officially. And St. Paul takes over another quick third quarter. Carney Catholic got stopped fourth and goal at the one-yard line and then had the 20-yard loss on third and five on an errant snap or just didn't get the catch that time for Mahoney. It was high, obviously. He just didn't uh, grab the football. So St. Paul takes over, and St. Paul has moved, but they have not had a big drive in the football game. The second time they got it, they had a couple of big runs, a 30-yarder from Klingensmith, and a nice run as well from uh, Berkby. But 
Right now they take over at their own 16-yard line to start the fourth quarter. Looking to throw, looking to throw, and nowhere to go. Dugan's going to be sacked. Cardi Catholic all over him back there. Three, four stars. Looks like leading the way was Kate Ullman. Yep, coming up there off the out of his outside linebacker position and blitzed out of that situation. Uh, and uh, Dugan wanted to hit his receiver out here on this right side. Uh, Garrett Smotter was, was stride for stride with him. And uh, like you said, Kate Ullman got right in there to make the tackle on, uh, on Dugan. That's the first sack, but they haven't thrown the ball. Right. They've only thrown it twice. That was their first pass attempt here. They've been back three or four other times, but they Dugan tucked it. it up and yep. ran. So it'll be a loss of five, second down and 15 at their own 11. No wideouts this time. Out of the wishbone, look. They'll hand it to the back, Berkby. Berkby slips. He slips and goes down at the nine-yard line. They're going to lose two more. And that's the frustrating thing, and it can happen to both teams. We joke about it. It was so hot today, and I didn't mm -hmm. think it was cool enough for us to get damp yet. Usually that's when we get back in the 50s right. and 60s. But he tried to cut back, and you could just see the sod of uh, the dirt to just uh, kick right up under his cleat and down he goes yep. trying to you know trying to plant that foot like Doug and just take off and go up the middle off that or out the outside and he just lost his footing and went down third and 17 at their own nine yard line they're going to go trips to the right side here and we are going to get whistles and Carney Catholic is going to call timeout. They didn't like what they had out there defensively. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. It's still 7-7. Carney Catholic and St. Paul. Ten and a half to go in the ball game here on Power 99. Milner Insurance Agency in St. Paul and Loop City is your State Farm agent providing car, home, life, and health insurance. Joe Milner and his team would love to be the one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Milner Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hard. Shop local for great service. Taking a look at the Platte River Prep scoreboard in the third quarter now, Carney leads North Platte 35 7. And in the fourth, York leads McCook 14 7. So third and long here for St. Paul at their own 11 yard line. It's third and 17. Dugan back under pressure, throws it across the middle of the field and behind his intended target, Aiden John at the 24-yard line, and it looks like we've got a penalty flag in the middle of the field. Yep, looks like they kind of held Carney Catholic coming up the middle out of that, on that blitz situation out of there, but uh, he cut, you know, tried to roll to this right side, there was just nobody there. Um, by the time Carney Catholic was in there, there just wasn't any time to set and throw the football. So, if they would accept that they're only gonna get about four and a half yards anyway, so no need to accept it, the hold is declined. It'll be fourth down from their own nine-yard line, fourth and 18, and punting for the sixth time tonight will be Hunter Kramer. Really never been under duress. They have had a couple of low snaps to him throughout the game. See what the Stars decide to do here. They should have great field position again. 
They are going to blitz. They're coming hard up the middle, and it's a high, short pick. And it's going to be out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And I think that's exactly where it hit, too, Don. He doesn't even have to look back. So it's at the 45. That'll be a 36-yard punt, which is about his average. Right, yep. You know, just uh, they were coming hard, and he did a good job of just getting that, you know, taking one step and, you know, punting the football because Carney Catholic was coming right in there. So, you know, going to get the football, Carney Catholic again, good field position, going to get the football here at the 45-yard line for uh, Carney Catholic here in the fourth quarter. 10-12 remaining. It's still 7-7. Carney Catholic scored on a 15-yard Mahoney to Greaser screen pass with 4-14 to go in the first quarter. And after a fumble recovery, a 7-yard run by Ryland Berkby at the 10-01 mark. And that's been it. Stars again got stopped at the 1 earlier this half. Twins to the short side. Actually got an offset back on the right side. They'll hand it to Greaser. Mahoney pulls it back, looks over the left side, and there's John. And he stood up and put down by Mason Anderson as he brings it into St. Paul territory. Going to be a gain of five from their 49 to the 46. Second down, five yards to go. Yeah, good job of pulling that one. Uh, Brett did, uh, you know, because they were coming on, on a slant on that. And he pulled that out and booted it around to this side. Got met, but uh, you know, picks up about four, year, four to four and a half yards on the play. Schmatterer to the short side, trips to the right side. Now they'll move McBride in a little tighter. As they get the call from the sideline, now it's just about trying to get a score. Earlier you're trying to play football, now you're trying to get a win on both sides as we're down to nine and a half to go. Mahoney, quarterback lead, pressure in the backfield, and he slips and goes down. He's going to lose four yards back to the 49. And again, great pressure by Peterson. Yep. Porter over there. Luke Porter's had himself yep. a pretty good football game. He you has. don't get to have receptions much, but right. a couple times on defense and special teams. Yep. Just couldn't get the, the reach block uh, from Carney Catholic on that play and uh, got right in there to disrupt everything. Brett tried to, you know, plant his foot, kind of slipped out underneath there. I don't think there was any place for him to go out of that, but good job uh, St. Paul coming up there with the defensive stand there. Well, the Stars have had a few of these third and longs now. Same formation, ball on the near hash toward the St. Paul sideline, the west side, with trips to the wide side. Schmatter is over here on the short side. Greaser off to the left of his quarterback, Brett Mahoney, third and 10 at the St. Paul 49. Mahoney takes the snap, three-step drop, now steps up in the pocket, looking deep, floats it down the middle of the football field for McBride, and it's incomplete. Incomplete. A little bit underthrown there, and now putting situation for the Stars, and landing a little awkwardly there for Weller. Yeah. For St. Paul, and now he's going to walk off the side. He landed awkwardly, kind of in that rib area, mm-hmm. but does a good job. And yep. Carney Catholic's going to end up probably going three and out. Yep, going going in their pump formation. Which Max McBride, that's who was the deep guy on that route. Now he's got to come back here and and, and pump for Carney Catholic. Uh, great coverage. St. Paul's been doing a better job as the game progresses. Third punt for McBride, second of the quarter. Good snap. Rugby's out. He's got room. He's going to take off and run. Can he make it to the 45, to the 40, and a first down for Carney Catholic, and that's why they rugby punt. I really hate rugby punting when they just do it to kick it, but he's able to take it around the corner, and do we have a late hit added on? That's going to be a pickup of at least 15. You've got one official about four yards down the sideline and another one that's about the 35 or the 30. Let's see where the official mark is. Our 
Referee, the white hat is coming over and is going to give a sideline warning to Kearney Catholic. So each team has one sideline warning, but it is a first down run here from midfield all the way to the 27-yard line. That's a 23-yard run. Good job by Max McBride, though, you know, seeing that they weren't coming on that side when he's doing that rugby style. They got it walled off, and he took off uh, and, and picks up the first down for Carney Catholic. All right, first down and 10. Big play there for Carney Catholic. There's stacked twins to the right and left. Back to pass Mahoney. Stands in the pocket over the middle of the football field, and it's over Riley Greaser's head. Although he was open, he led him a little too much down at the 8-yard line. And it'll be second down. So, after starting the football game 10 out of 13, Mahoney is one out of his last five for five yards. Yep. And that one, you know, he'd like to have back because Greaser uh, had a step on him, and he wanted to get him right down that middle out of that situation. They had trips or trips, and he was the inside guy, and he ran around right down the middle, and uh, Brett tried to throw that pass just right in there. So second down and 10, and now a penalty flag comes up. Looks like we have a legal participation going to be called here on Kearney Catholic. They were trying to get a guy off the field. That's a key five-yard penalty because last week a 45-yarder for Max McBride is a field goal right there. They would have been 44. Now you're setting at a 49-yard field goal. If you don't gain another yard, it'll be second and 15. Yep, yep. Trying to get the right personnel on the field and uh, couldn't get them on there in time. And so... Now the Carney Cath setting here a second and uh, you know 15. Right, be off. 8-13 to go in the ball game, tied at seven. Mahoney takes the snap, hands it on a counter here to Greaser. Greaser bounces off a guy and gets up to about the 32-yard line, maybe the 31. It's a short gain. I think it's 27. Rogash coming around on that. Oh, okay. And stuff. Greaser's coming back on now. Yep, he took Greaser off there to kind of. You know, get him some little bit of a breather, and Rogash took the ball coming to this left side, tried to d- duck it underneath there, and now it'll bring up third down here for Carney Catholic. On gain of only two, the ball spotted at the 31, 31 and a half yard line. I would think that would be right on the edge yep. of McBride. So do you run and try and get five or six, or do you go to the air, look for the first down? There's still seven and a half to go in this football game with the clock running 7 7 in the fourth quarter. Stars fake the handoff. Mahoney rolls to his right under some pressure, dumps it underneath. It is complete to O'Brien at the 20, to the 15. He's upended at the 10-yard line. It's first and goal, Carney Catholic at the 9. Yep, got him underneath on that. They sent two guys deep out of it, and then the underneath route, we said that one other time when uh, Jaden Sires went across underneath there, and that was open again, and he found him uh, coming across there to get that first down, uh, first and goal here for Carney Catholic. That's one of the few times that Carney Catholic has hooked up when Mahoney's been under duress. Yep, yep. He's scrambling like crazy out of that, uh, you know. And like you said, uh, O'Brien came across there to get that first in, or first and goal here for Carney Catholic. First and goal at the nine, out of the pistol. Greaser deep in the backfield. They'll fake it to him. Roll to the weak side. Mahoney throws over the middle, wide open, and walking into the end zone is going to be Kate Oman. He was wide open at the five. Everybody followed the wide receivers into the end zone. And Holman able to take it in from nine yards out. And we have our first score of the second half. Yep, fake that handoff to Riley going to the right. And, uh, you know, booting out here. Uh, did Brett, he found, uh, you know, Kate Holman underneath on that uh, and, and picked that to, uh, right to um, uh, Kate Holman. And he just uh, got a, picked up a block on the inside and picked it in for the end zone. All right. A 50-yard drive completed. McBride now with the important extra point. 
Kick is good. Ooh, took him a while to get it down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. So our five points bank touchdown, a nine-yard pass from Brett Mahoney to Cade Ullman, and with 7-12 remaining in the football game, it's Kearney Catholic 14 and St. Paul 7. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99 and Platte River Preps. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. All right, Doug Duda and Don Lease back with you. We've seen some things over the years from St. Paul on kick returns. Let's see what Carney Catholic decides to do here with McBride. Do you squib one? He doesn't have quite the leg to drive it through the end zone every time. And back to return it is Ryland Berkby. 14-7 Carney Catholic, 7-12 remaining in the game. Plenty of time, but St. Paul hasn't moved it much. It'll be a high, fairly short kick. The up man will take it at the 14-yard line. That's John to the 20, 25, and he's brought down at the 23-yard line, just short of the 25-yard line. Isaiah got in there to bring him down. Also, Caleb O'Brien in there. So St. Paul has got some ground to cover, trying to put together their best drive of the night. Yep, you know, seven minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, Doug. You know, down 14 to seven. Uh, and this is kind of, you know, a situation that they kind of wanted to be in. They wanted to be in a situation where, you know, they have a chance and stuff. Uh, you know, the, uh, talking to Coach Harvey okay. before the games and stuff on the bus ride, he wanted to put these guys away early, and that did not happen here. Bright snap split out wide to the right, Weller to the left. Out of the wishbone, fake the fullback dive, option pitch right side, Berkby. Berkby catches it around his knees, comes up across the 25, the 30, and is going to be brought down just short of the first down. Might even have it. Berkby, nice job, and Dugan just continues to run that option yep. and wishbone very well. It's going to be a nine-yard gain, second and one. He does a good job of, you know, Dugan does, of, of riding that full gap back right off the bat, and then he runs it right towards the next person. Carney Catholic pitches it out there, and uh, he gets a block by somebody, and uh, they pick up nine yards on the play. They've got all their timeouts, second and one. If you're going to do something crazy, it might be right here. Little counter play, they give it to John, and John just gets enough for the first down. Got a couple yep. up to the 34. Yep, ran that little counter going to that left side over there. You know, like you said, Doug, just enough to pick up the first down. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's one of those things like we, we've been saying, you know, as long as Dugan can, can handle the football, you know, there th things are going to happen for St. Paul here. You know, he likes to you know, run that option, and that's probably their best, best thing to do is run the option. Back-to-back -back road games after tonight. St. Paul goes to Gothenburg next week and then Fillmore Central. Carney Catholic returns home against Ogallala and Minden. So first down and 10 here for St. Paul. Just a couple in the entire half. Dugan counters to Berkby again, looks off right guard and got a couple across the 35 to the 36, just two more. Berkby unofficially 54 yards 
And Trevor Dugan, the quarterback, 39. Those are the leading rushers here for St. Paul. It'll be second down and eight. Yep, you know, good job up front and the linebackers for Carney Catholic coming up there and uh, you know filling in the gaps out of that uh, on the last play. You're listening to high school football on KKPR-FM. Kearney, St. Paul, St. Laboria, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second down. And eight. Split out wide to the right is Knapp. Long snap count. Fake it. Roll to the right. Under some pressure. They'll throw it underneath, and it's dropped by the fullback, Plocky. They faked it to him on the fullback dive, and it's incomplete. Third down and eight. Yep. That's, only, that's only the third pass that's attempt, attempt for the game. Yep. Yeah. A few times, you know, they had some people, you know, but uh, you know, guarded out there by Carney, and Dugan just takes off with it. Uh, but this time, you know, Carney Catholic came hard uh, after him, and uh, he tried to get it to his fullback out of that situation, just couldn't complete it. Gothenburg trailing Broken Bow in the fourth, 24 to 14. Sydney leading Hosat at the half, 13 to 12. Wood River Shelton over Holdridge, 20 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Third down and eight. Twins to the short side. Dugan with one back in the backfield. Looks left, he's covered. Now has to step up and run. He's got room, 40, 45. First down to the 49 yard line. Trevor Dugan keeping St. Paul in this football game. It's going to be a gain of 12. Yep, they just uh, had you know twins on each side, and he just took off. He they're trying to go and get some you know, go routes out of that, and then Dugan looks at that there, and there's nothing there, and he just takes off with it. Looks like we're going to have one upset tonight. Norfolk Catholic leading Ord in the fourth quarter, 23 to seven, could be their first loss in a couple of years. So first and ten, St. Paul trying to find a way to get this thing tied up. Down 14 to seven, five minutes to go. The ball right at midfield on the near hash. Here comes a blitz up the middle. They'll give it to the fullback, Plocky, trying to push him forward. He gets a yard. Nothing there. Carney Catholic interior line does a good job. It's Conrad again off the bottom of the pile with some help from Dylan Mers. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, just coming right up the middle out of that, and then the linebackers were able to get, you know, you got Corn Conrad on this side, and you got uh, the linebackers coming up there to make the tackle. In the fourth, it's Bertrand 21, Ravenna 14, and Silvamerna shutting out South Loop 46-0, Amherst leading Elm Creek 14-12 in the fourth. It's second down and nine at the Kearney Catholic, 49. Fake it to the fullback, pitch it out here to Aiden John, gets a block from Berkby, steps out of an ankle tackle and gets about two, maybe three, to the 47-46 yard line. It'll be third down now and about six yards to go after a gain of three. It's, yep. third, it's third down and about six yards here, but they, you know, they, got that, they ran that option. That's probably one of the things that they you know, are, 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 are are comfortable running and stuff, and uh, you know, here at midfield, they'll probably do something like that too again. Could be their last possession, so you're thinking two down territory. Third down and six. Out of the wishbone at the Carney Catholic 46. Dugan hands it off, straight run play, Berkby, and Berkby is hit by Ullman, and he is not able to get there. He gets a couple inside the 45 to the 43. It'll be fourth down and three. Now they're gonna give him a little more than that. Whoa, what a spot. What a spot there for Berkby. It's fourth down and two. Yep, just going off to that right side, following his fullbacks. And, uh, you know, like you said, Doug, it's going to be fourth down and two. Three minutes to go, just a tad over three minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. This is a crucial play for St. Paul, a crucial play for Kearney Catholic. They've got all their timeouts, clock running, three minutes to go in the game. Kearney Catholic 14, St. Paul 7. A physical one as Dugan breaks the huddle with his trip backs. Berkby. 
Plocky, John. The five-second count is on. They better snap the ball. They do on fourth down option. Quarterback rollout. He's going to keep it, and he's going to be upended for the first down. He just rode his offensive blockers off the right side and kind of surfboarded them and picked up the extra yard across the 40 to the 39-yard line. A gain of three for Dugan. Good job, Dugan. You know, just following all of his backs and stuff. They they trying to wall people off and pick up the first down out of that. Just uh, you know, as he like you said, surfboard across there and picked up the first down for St. Paul. He will sacrifice his yeah. body. He is not afraid. Fresh set it down. First down and ten at the forty. Keeping it on the ground is St. Paul. No wideouts here. Dugan rolls right, wants to throw and just throws it away. He was looking for Plocky and it wasn't there. Covered out here by O'Brien and also that uh, Schmatterer. Schmatterer, yep. O'Brien and Schmatterer out there. Just, you know, just run that fullback up the middle, and he kind of puts him on an out route out of there. If he can get him, if it's cleared open, he'll throw it out there to him and stuff, pick up, you know, five, six yards on that play. But it wasn't there. He just kind of dumped it out there to get get another down here. Split out wide to the left is going to be Kramer. Right side will be Knapp on second down and 10. Back to pass again. Looking swing, not there. In trouble, Dugan steps up, makes another man miss, and gets five to the 35-yard line. Boy, he was hemmed in in the backfield and just is so patient. He does not panic. Dugan does not panic, and it is what has kept St. Paul Hanging around in this ball game, a gain of five. Yep, he looked out for that swing route out there. They covered that, did Carney Catholic. He looked downfield, nothing there, so he's just going to tuck it up and go. He made one guy miss, made a good good run, and planned the foot and made one guy miss on that play. Third and five at the 34 of Carney Catholic, a minute 45 to go. Stars lead at 14-7 over St. Paul. Hand it off again. Brickby hitting the backfield, and this time they drop him behind the line of scrimmage. Aaron O'Brien comes through. And now it is fourth down, and St. Paul will have to use their first timeout of the second half. That is a loss of three on the play for Berkby, and it'll bring up fourth down and eight. And St. Paul has to get the change to move, or Kearney Catholic's going to win the football game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Yep, good job by Aaron O'Brien that time, Doug, by just, you know, fighting off the blocks. They had two guys coming at him. He fought off the blocks there and, uh, you know, made the guy, you know, pick up, uh, or, you know, picked up Dugan on a, on the play there. But uh, Berkey couldn't get to the outside out of that. Uh, great job by Aaron O'Brien on this outside. And then the linebackers could flow in there and get in there for some of the tackles too. But uh, Aaron O'Brien is the one that made that play for, uh, for Carney Catholic on the outside. So we're going to keep it here on fourth down. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats and a chance to check and chat with Coach Rashad Harvey. What kind of a play will St. Paul run? Maybe something they haven't done yet because they are one of four throwing the ball for eight yards, and two of those pass plays are here on this drive. Minute 32 to go. Fourth down and eight at the 39-yard line of Kearney Catholic. 14-7 stars. Dugan takes the snap, looks right, looks left, now scrambles, wants to run. He will not get it. He is hit immediately from behind by Kearney Catholic's Dylan Mers. He still got a couple. But it was one where he couldn't pack it up and get nine yards on that one, Don. Nope. 
he tried to, you know, he looked out here out to the outside, out to the right, out to the left. There was just no nobody open. They were covered uh, by uh, Carney Catholic, and uh, it was a situation where he tried to tuck it up there and, and, and pick up the first down. Uh, couldn't do it, so it's going to be, uh, you know, Carney Catholic football here with a minute 30 to go in the football game. I think one of the stars is cramped up down there. That's our first one tonight. Entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. Don't forget the Rivals and Reds scoreboard will come your way tonight on Power 99 just after 10 o'clock break. So uh, Austin Postolka will have score updates and reports from all of our games around the area. So while they work on the injury, now they're ready to go. Two timeouts remaining for St. Paul. Carney Catholic, two timeouts remaining. So there's still a chance. Right. But Carney Catholic just has to take the football and take care of it, which they weren't able to do so much in the first half. Three turnovers, and then they tried to give it away a couple of times here in the second half. Yep. But are leading it 14 to 7. Yep. Fort, you know, like you said, the coaches are yelling over here, hold on to the football. That's exactly right. You know, you got to you know, hold on to the football out of this situation and, and get what you can out of the situation. But, uh, you know, the football is your, you know, think commodity that you want to have right here. So let's see if St. Paul brings extra pressure here. You know, you got to run the football here if you're Carney Catholic. And Greaser is the man they want. So Mahoney takes the step. Oh, it's over his head. And Greaser just falls on it. And they are going to lose from the 38-yard line back to about the 28. That's a 10-yard loss. See, Drumhiller was the one that was cramped up, so he had to go out on that play, the center. So then they had to bring in a new center, and uh, that's what happened right there. So situation where now, now Drumhiller can go back in uh, for this snap here. St. Paul did not use a timeout there. According to my records, they have two remaining. Again, with that 40-second clock in high school, you didn't have to wait for him to set the ball. Carney Catholic should be able to run it down close to 40 seconds here. It's second down and 22. Mahoney. He'll probably keep it in his hands. Nope, they hand it to Greaser. Greaser up the middle. He is stacked up and tackled immediately with a timeout. One yard on the play. 38 seconds remaining. That's actually Greaser's first rush of the fourth quarter of play. 38 seconds remaining in the ball game. It is third and 21 for Carney Catholic, but they lead at 14-7 here in St. Paul. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your Amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. Doug Duda on lease with you here, and right now the Stars just need to make sure they get the snap and stay in bounds. Yep, exactly right there. 38 seconds to go. It's third and 21. 
Mahoney going to keep it himself, looks for some room, and then just goes to a knee. They had secured the edge. They had called a little option, keep it himself. It was going to be an option look. We heard the call before uh, while we were in the timeout there, and Mahoney saw that he couldn't get the edge, so he just ate it, and five more seconds run off the clock. But that will be the final timeout for St. Paul. Now Carney Catholic has to make sure that McBride gets the clean catch of the snap and boot it out of there. Even a, Just a 40, 30-yard 30, 30 punt, 25-yard punt <laughs> yep. is going to be good enough because that would put St. Paul at around midfield or their own 45. St. Paul has no timeouts. The Wildcats have played a really good game. They have. They're just a little offensively challenged because they they're one-dimensional with the run game. Right, yep. And, and you know, and Dukin does a good job of running that type of offense and stuff, but, uh, you know, you get into this situation, it's a, it's a little bit harder to, you know, kind of get some stuff done. But like you said, they got to get secure and punt the football away, Carney Catholic. By the way, our field conditions tonight are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Partners, and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Fields in great shape. We've only seen maybe one slip all night, and that's not because of the field. So McBride will take the snap at around his own 10-yard line. St. Paul is lining up for a return. He's going to kill some time out there, then rugby punt it high into the air, down the sideline. It's going to hit at the 50-yard line and die right there. The time will run off a little bit more to 22 seconds. So they're able to kill 11 seconds on that. They get a punt of 25 yards. And again, the key, remember, Greaser or uh, McBride on a fake punt. It wasn't a fake punt. He just rolled out and saw it it was there. And that's what keyed the uh, go-ahead touchdown. Touchdown run. Exactly right on that, you know, doing that rugby-style punt like you said, Doug. And then he saw a chance, and he took took off after it and uh, got the first down for Carney Catholic to keep that drive going. Two years ago, St. Paul was getting drummed in the playoffs up at Oakland Craig, and they ran a hook and lateral right before halftime that was good for a touchdown. Watch for that here. 22 seconds to go at midfield. Rolling right, throwing out here in the flat. It is complete for a first down to John. He is going to go down at the 35-yard line. That will be a gain of 14. So they, they stop the clock because it is a first down. Now you probably need to clock it. You just need to spike the football. That's only the second completion of the football game. Waiting for the chains to get set. And I'm telling you, they threw that pass exactly where the hook and lateral is coming. But they're going to go ahead and run a play here. Dugan, Paul fake. He's going to be sacked. No, he throws it forward. And it is incomplete with six seconds to go. You can hear the coaches want an intentional grounding. Let's see. The officials will talk about it. If they do throw the flag, the game will be over. And they have blown the play dead because there is a Kearney Catholic player down on the field. And so there'll be time for one more play, and Dugan escapes with that one, Don. Yep, he was looking deep, and uh, I think it was Dylan Merz that got in there real quick and stuff, and uh, he just tried to get rid of of the football here with six seconds to go here in the uh, final uh, fourth quarter here. Dylan Merz wrapped him up, and uh, I don't even know how Dugan, because he just shot-putted it it from his hip. He, He didn't even throw it. He just shot-putted it from his hip. And the official came over, talked to the referee, ran back over to the Kearney Catholic sideline, told him what he saw. The referee now coming back over to the St. Paul sideline to talk about that side judge to see if there was anybody in the area. But I think by now it's too late to throw any kind of a flag, so we're going to get one more play. It's Kearney Catholic 14, St. Paul 7, six seconds to go. 
Ball is at the Kearney Catholic 35-yard line, and we haven't seen Dugan throw anything remotely deep in this football game. That completion to John there was his deepest Deepest pass pass. attempt of the ball game, and that was 10 yards, and he went five on his own. So they're going to keep Dugan in there. Sometimes you get a different guy out there that can throw it that far. I'm not saying Dugan can't, but he's going to have to back up. He's going to have to probably get it 45 yards in the air. And Carney Catholic sees the formation. They'll go ahead and use a timeout. So timeout by Carney Catholic brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. We've got one more play to go. Is it enough for St. Paul to get in the end zone? We'll find out after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney in Grand Island. Back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in St. Paul, bringing you a great football game tonight. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Six seconds to go in the game. 35 yards away from the end zone. St. Paul trails 14 to seven, and here we go. Dugan in the backfield with only Plocky. Dugan back to pass, looking, looking, steps up. He is hit, got rid of it, throws the ball up for grabs. It's short of the end zone. It's batted down, and that is the football game. Brett Mahoney came over the top and was able to knock down the football on an outstanding effort tonight from St. Paul. They hung around and hung around, but in the end, Carney Catholic is able to win this football game by a score of 14-7, to and again, I don't know how Dugan didn't get sacked there. He switched arms with the football and still got away from it. And something that I want to say that is cool to see again is that the guys can shake hands right. after the football game. And yep. That's what they're doing. And St. Paul is 0-3, and they still have to play Adams Central. And that is probably the toughest – well, it is the toughest game left on their schedule. 5-4, and four, would that be good enough to get St. Paul in? You hate to talk about that at this time of the right, year, but, but a 5-4 and four team like St. Paul might be good enough to, go, to get into the playoffs so they can't cash it in even though – it's been a tough start to the season, 0-3, playing two top five teams and a broken bow team that, after a win tonight, probably will move into the top ten yep. themselves. Yep, definitely. That, that They put up a heck of a fight here tonight, Doug, and that's exactly, you know, on the way down, Coach Harvey was just, you know, as a coach, you're always scared of these games because you you know that you can probably, you probably have the team to, to beat them, but you let them hang around, hang around, all of a sudden, they got the momentum. They want to. They want to be in this game and stuff. He was hoping that they could jump on them early. They Carney Catholic did jump on them early, but just didn't sustain anything. Didn't get keep things going and stuff. But uh, situation where you know, you know, your hats go off to St. Paul for putting up one heck of a battle out there. You know, up front they they were totally different. They just switched up their offense to that wishbone. Uh, you know, to keep that ball into Dugan's hands a lot. But you know, also you know, let them uh, you know backs get. You know, get some carries and stuff, and they did a good job of, you know, managing the clock and, and keeping themselves in this football game. And uh, that's exactly what they wanted at the end. They wanted to be able to have a chance uh, down the stretch going into that fourth quarter to to win this football game, and they did exactly that. They had a chance. And the final 14 to seven, 
Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll run down some of the final scores and uh, score updates from our Platte River Prep scoreboard uh, as well as Carney High with an impressive win tonight over North Platte, 42-14 late in the ball game, and we'll look at more of that. Stay with us here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, St. Paul. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308 308- Two three four twenty two twenty two. Doug Duda along with Don Lease, and glad to have you back. Where tonight's game is in the books, and Carney Catholic survives at St. Paul, fourteen to seven. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll look at the final stats. Hope to have a chat here with head coach Rashad Harvey. It is a little walk from their sideline to our vantage point. Let's go ahead and run down the scoreboard while we have a chance. Fourth quarter, Kearney 42, North Platte 14. No scoring in Grand Island in the second half. Lincoln Southeast continues to lead the Islanders 10-7. In Class B in the fourth quarter, York leading McCook 14-7. The games in the Panhandle are all at half. Northwest leading Alliance 41-0. Hastings leading Gehring 20-0. And Aurora leading Scotts Bluff 29-8. In C1, it was Adams Central defeating Minden 41-13. In the fourth quarter, Broken Bow leading Gothenburg 24-14. Wood River Shelton over Holdridge 20-14. And uh, we have a couple other games that uh, we need updates on. Sydney Kozad in Central City O'Neill. In C2, St. Cecilia blank Twin River 58-0. In the fourth quarter, Norfolk Catholic 30 Ord 7. That will bring their winning streak to an end for the uh, hometown at Chanticleers. And also in Class C2 tonight, 
Uh, we'll take a look at uh, North Platte St. Pat's leading Centura by a score of 28-7. to Gibbon leading Hershey 27-14. Need an update on Central Catholic Centennial and Bishop Newman, Donovan Trumbull. We'll look at some other scores here in just a moment. But the head coach has joined us, Rashawn Harvey. And, Coach, uh, always a few heart attack games out there. Uh, <laughs> Don and I were talking about it in the first half. It gives St. Paul a lot of credit. Uh, we talked about it in pregame, 0-2, and they were a good 0-2 football yep. team. It could have really helped them out tonight with a win. And they changed their offense up a little yep. bit. How much ahead of time did you know about that? Oh, uh, at the snap, <laughs> at the kickoff when they got the ball on offense. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, we knew we would have a team that's 0-2, but, but you got to look at who they play. You know, it right. started with Pierce. Broken Bowl, who I've been saying they were going to be much better this year and obviously proved that. Um, and then um, then we come in here and we couldn't overlook them. Uh, I think we started well. You know, our first drive, you know, we've had two games where we've had nice drives. We get down to the goal line of the red zone and we had some type of miscue. And so our kids started the game well, and so that's what we want. You know, we always want to – we want to take the ball. We want to drive down. We want to start fast. We start fast. We absolutely believe we play – we play well the entire game. And so, man, we didn't score, but we got it moving, so we got it on a great start. But give credit to St. Paul. Man, their kids responded. Uh, but also, we're ecstatic about how our kids responded to the adversity throughout the game. And, you know, old Uncle Mo was switching sides, yep. you know, but then we finally got old Uncle Mo on our side and, and finished off the game. Yeah, three turnovers in the first half. Uh, St. Paul, even mm -hmm. if they were at home, a little bit of an underdog. Yeah. Then some confidence. Then they get a couple of drives right. going. Uh, you gift wrap one of those for it, <laughs> and they take it in from the 11-yard yeah. line uh, as their only score of the ball game. But what was the discussion at half? Because we sure didn't have as much movement of the football in the second half mm -hmm. from either team as we did in the first. You know, for us defensively, the discussion was assignment football. They're running option football. Right. And, oh, yeah, we practiced some option, but not the way they were running it this week. So now it's like – assignment football hey you've got the dive <laughs> you've got the quarterback and you've got pitch and so then we was base i mean we we've practiced that from week one because we knew we would play teams that run option we just had guys that weren't doing their assignment and great job to our unit leaders the unit leader leadership stepped up uh when uh, uh doba which is mers dylan mers you know steps up and he just says Coaches, it's nothing but assignment football. And he looks at the players. It's assignment football. Option, do your job. That was it. Yep. It's great when you have the players step up and say, we just stood back defensively because they knew it. And tackle. We didn't tackle well in the yep. first half. Um, and offensively, we made a few adjustments. They were playing a seven-man box. And they said, hey, stars, try to throw it on us. And we try to run on us with seven-man box. So we made a few adjustments in our option game. You know, we started pitching the end. We pitched the outside linebacker, so that's how we started the second half. And just some minor adjustments there, just some minor adjustments in the passing game. You know, even we needed to high point the ball. Our receivers are waiting to catch the ball here. Go high point the ball. Jaden Sire does it. Oh, my goodness, completion. And, you know, and so if, um, if Carson Murphy would have did that down the sideline, completion. Yeah, grabbed his arm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we I'm responded defend, to adversity. I'm going to defend Carson because we, <laughs> we did that when it happened. There was no way Carson yeah. Murphy was going to be able to jump up for right. that football. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had some good plays like that. Don, I know yeah. you got hey, something. What about, what about Max McBride? Oh. Was that uh, designed or was that just that you? Is, that was not called. So we have our roll, you know, our roll punt. And we, we say if it's there, take it. Yeah. He he deciphered that it was there, and he took a gamble. You know, I guess he's our gambler, <laughs> and we didn't call it. And so, we, hey, we're excited that he did it because he had it. Right. 
Well, that, I always think the punter has to look and go, holy hell, how soon am I going to get hit? <laughs> how soon am I going to get hit? Because the reason I'm going is I'm going to get hit because right. I've got to get to that yard marker. Yeah. And, and he did. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have a lot of penalties in the football right. game. Uh, and, and Max did punt it when he needed to. St. Paul forced into punting the football tonight, mm-hmm. uh, slipped through. Uh, you came in, though, we don't want to forget – the way you started the game, greaser right, greaser yeah. left, greaser, yep. greaser, greaser. Yep. Riley didn't have the yardage in the second half that he had in the first, but 98 yards. He had 118 yards after the first carry in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted to establish a run game. We wanted to run on the big and sideline to sideline. We knew it was going to be 90 degrees and humidity. <laughs> I mean, the humidity's high. You know, I think I'm drenched underneath. <laughs> My hat's drenched. The officials over there pouring down. So, uh, but yeah, we wanted to run the biggins, you know, sideline to sideline. And so I think we did a pretty good job of that. You know, that first half, um, and I think we did wear them down a little bit. Our kids would come off and say they were talking about they're tired on the other side. Hey, but our kids, you saw them. We had a couple guys cramp up, too, and get tired. But, I mean, it was just the conditions uh, tonight were, were tough for anybody playing football. I'm glad I wasn't playing. They yeah. probably had to bring the unit <laughs> to get me in. But, uh, but it, gutsy win, gritty win for us, and uh, we're just excited about how we responded. Any injuries, anything that you know of right no, now? No, not. Or? I think we're all just cramping issues, so we get out of here, you know, safe. And so, you know, there'll be bumps and bruises sure. in the morning, or in, you know. But oh, yeah. outside that, um, and um, I think the spark for us in, the, in that fourth quarter, we kind of went to our play-action boot game a little bit because um, they were flowing to the ball hard. hard and so yeah. those back-to-back plays, one was – I think um, – I don't remember who caught it, but it was about – oh, that was um, Aaron O'Brien. O'Brien, yeah. That was about a 20, 30, 20, 25-yard gain, and we came back with a different boot action, and then Kate Oldman walked in the end zone on that. So, yep. you know, that that we hadn't ran those all game. And finally we went to that because they were flowing pretty dang hard. Well, next week you get to play back home at Miles Field yep. in the Ogallala uh, – game has become something different uh they they do some things different out there what do you yeah. expect just a quick thought about them that's why doug wore this orange yeah, I see that, yeah. <laughs> you know you know tow is going to come in and they're going to be excited to play the stars and we we just got to respond we can't get caught up in all the verbal stuff that's going to be going on in the game we just got to go out there and take care of business you know we've seen some film on them uh you know they're kind of a you know hybrid ber- version of what we do offensively uh they do a lot of uh um one back sets with a three by one. They got an H back set. They got a you know, number nine. I don't know his name, but a kind of big, thick looking kid. They like to use him in the blocking game and slip him out of the backfield uh, a little bit. So, you know, we respect the, you know, hard nose uh, TOW team to come in and, and then try to take on the stars. All right, coach. We'll see you next week. Congratulations on the hard fought win. Enjoy the ride home. All right. Appreciate you coming to stars. You bet. He is Rashawn Harvey, the head football coach of Kearney Catholic. They win it tonight by a score of 14 to 7. We'll come back and look at the numbers on the New West Post Game Show right after this. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. 
Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. All right, we're back on the New West Sports Post Game Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's take a look at the unofficial numbers for Carney Catholic. Riley Greaser, 22 carries, 134 yards. He had 98 of that in the first half. Rogish came in, one carry, two yards. Uh, the fake punt or the design rollout on the rugby style there for Max McBride was good for 23 yards on one carry. And then Brett Mahoney, 12 carries, 11 yards. He was sacked twice in the ball game. So you take away 15 yards on the two sacks, 12 for 11. Now they did have two miscues on snaps, which was negative 31. So actual rushing. 185, but 15 loss on the sacks, 31 on the errant. That brings it all the way back to 139 on 38 attempts in the football game. Through the air, Mahoney in the second half was 5 of 9 for 66 yards. No interceptions, one touchdown in the game. Mahoney was 13 out of 20, one interception, two touchdowns. I had him for 134 yards through the air, 139 on the ground, so that is 273 yards of total offense. The Stars had four penalties for 30 yards, three punts for an average of about 36 yards, and then the three turnovers, two in the first half on fumbles and the one interception. Uh, one fumble was at the St. Paul 5, the other one was at their own 7, and then the pick was returned to the St. Paul 49-yard line. I had Carney Catholic with 19 first downs unofficially. So 19 first downs, 139 on the ground, 134 in the air, 273 total for Carney Catholic. They improved to 3-0 and and will be home against Ogallala next week. For St. Paul, I had 13 carries for Ryland Berkby, 56 yards in the game. Aiden John had seven carries for 16 yards. John Plocky had seven carries for nine yards. Jackson Klingensmith uh, played just defense in the second half, so he had two carries for 33 yards. And the tough one, Trevor Dugan. Man, what a player tonight. Kept them in the football game. 12 carries unofficially for 61 yards. Through the air, Dugan put it up six times. Four of those were in the fourth quarter, and he completed two of them. No interceptions, no touchdowns, 23 yards through the air. Looks like 41 rushing attempts in the football game tonight for St. Paul. And uh, you had Berkby at 56 and Dugan at uh, 61. 117 
150, 166, 175 yards on the ground, 23 through the air, 198 in the ball game for St. Paul. I had him for 11 first downs, six punts for an average of about 37 yards, and the one fumble, but the fumble was at the Kearney Catholic one-yard line. Then Kearney Catholic fumbled it back. All the penalties on St. Paul that were accepted were in the second quarter, four penalties for 40 yards. So St. Paul, 198 yards, one turnover, four penalties for 40 yards, punted the ball six times, had 11 first downs, but they dropped to 0-3 and will go to Gothenburg next week. Their next home game is on the 1st of October against Wood River Shelton. Final score, 14-7. We'll finish it up after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Do you want a quality seed that has focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. Find a local dealer and learn more about the seed for where you are at prairievalleyseeds.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan where our customers say, that's where we always go. All right, let's take a look at our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. There were a lot of drives that could have resulted in scores, but only three did. Carney Catholic was able to get in at the 414 mark of the first quarter on a 15-yard pass from Brett Mahoney to Riley Greaser, completing a 50-yard drive after they had opened the game and moved all the way down into the red zone. But on a fourth down, completed pass that got him the yardage. Aiden John popped on a fumble at the St. Paul 5. They ended up punting it away. McBride makes the extra point kick 7-0. Then Jaden Sire recovered a St. Paul fumble at the one-yard line. 
Kearney Catholic was able to get a first down, but then fumbled it themselves at the 13 two plays later. Ryland Berkby took it in from seven yards out, and Sam Kramer added the kick with 10 one to go in the second quarter. It was 7-7. Mason Anderson then came up with an interception at the St. Paul 49-yard line to stop another Kearney Catholic drive, their t- third turnover of the first half. In the third quarter, Kearney Catholic made it into the red zone yet again on their second drive, but on fourth and goal at the one, it was Trevor Dugan making the tackle on Brett Mahoney. They took the drive over at their one, and a short punt, not a, not a terrible punt, but a 35-yard punt gave Carney Catholic good field position, but on third down and five, they snapped it over Brett Mahoney's head and a loss of 20, and Carney Catholic then had to end up punting the football. St. Paul never really seriously threatened to score in the fourth quarter. The Hail Mary on the 35-yarder was the uh, last play of the game that was batted down. Carney Catholic did get a nine-yard pass after a fake punt that was up to the kicker in McBride. They run that rugby. He thought he had a chance and he was at midfield. Even if he doesn't make it, that's not a bad spot to take off from. But Max McBride, a 23-yard run to take it into St. Paul territory for a first down at the 23-yard line. St. Paul then uh, saw the nine-yard pass from Mahoney to Ullman. McBride adds the kick with 7-12 to go in the fourth quarter. Makes it 14-7. St. Paul uh, stopped Carney Catholic, was stopped on fourth down. They did get the ball back one more time, but Mahoney bats down the Hail Mary pass on the final play, and Carney Catholic wins it 14-7, to and that is your wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Don't forget, the UNK football team is at 23rd-ranked Pittsburgh State tomorrow at 7. Hastings College will host 15th-ranked Dort at 1 on KHAS Radio. The Huskers tomorrow on The Breeze, 94.5, as they take on Buffalo. Pre-game at 10.30, kickoff just after 2.30. It's officially a 2.40 start. The UNK volleyball team crushes Shadron State tonight, 25-9, They beat Southern Nazarene, 25-15, 20, and 13 earlier today. They'll take on undefeated West Texas a and tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Loper Soccer got beat one to nothing. They will play against Augustana on Sunday. Hastings Volleyball home against Mount Marty tomorrow. The Husker Volleyball team will host 20th ranked Utah tomorrow night at 7.30 and we will also have that for you on KHAS. Coming up at the top of the hour just after 10 o'clock actually, it'll be the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Austin Pistolka will have all the finals for you a couple before we go. Carney beats North Platte 42-14. Lincoln Southeast over Grand Island 7 17-7. McCook scores late to beat York. 17-14. Broken Bow beat Gothenburg. 32-14. Holdridge scores late. Goes for two and beats Wood River Shelton. 21-20. Adams Central over Minden. 41-13. St. Cecilia shut out Twin River. 58-0. Amherst beat Elm Creek. 21-12. Bertrand over Ravenna. 27-14. Highline over Sutherland. 44-24. Cambridge beat Southern Valley. 30-14. Kennesaw over Fullerton. 70 to 20. Pleasanton de- uh, defeats Overton 60 to 23. Ansley Litchfield downs Axtell 34 14. Arapahoe over Blue Hill 58 to 20. Wilcox Hildreth downs Meridian 50 to 15. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. More great football next Friday. In-
including Kearney Catholic Ogallala, but a lot of volleyball starting Monday. Gibbon welcomes in Ravenna and Ord here on Power 99 at 5. Tuesday, Adams Central welcomes in Aurora and Minden. And Thursday, Kearney High will host Grand Island. Again, the final score is Kearney Catholic 14, St. Paul 7. Thanks again to Rick Peters, the athletic director, and all the folks here in Wildcat land. We'll catch you next time on Power. Milner Insurance Agency in St. Paul and Loop City is your State Farm agent providing car, home, life, and health insurance. Joe Milner and his team would love to be the one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Milner Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. Tom.